you may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden, exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Gentlemen of the jury, the prosecution is not going to get that man today. No, because I'm going to get him. Welcome to this episode of the Hagman and Hagman Report. We're coming to you live from our radio and television, well, sort of, television studios located in beautiful northwest Pennsylvania, where we broadcast live every weeknight. That's Monday through Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Global Star Radio Network. This is the flagship network. This is the place to be. Now, we're also simulcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network, uh, BTR, and you can watch us live and by archive just check out our YouTube channel. Now, folks, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, but you're listening to it right now, or, yeah, please do. Please subscribe. Links to each audio and video, video uh, broadcasting venue can be found at our home base at hagmanandhagman.com. Now, hagmanandhagman.com is our show page. On the right, you'll see all of the navigation links. Hagmanreport.com, that's our news, well, that's our show prep page. HagmanReport.com. So we've got two different websites, two separate websites. One for the show, HagmanAndHagman.com. One for news is one for news and information. That's HagmanReport.com. Bookmark both. I'm Doug Hagman at the helm with fellow investigator, researcher, and of course Joe or my son Joe Hagman. Together we are the Hagman and Hagman Report. So we're together. Well, well, you know, it, this is really weird, folks, because if you're watching live on YouTube, you're you actually waving. Yeah, you see us. <laughs> we're not even in the same room. That's right. We're, 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 I'm in my office, and he's in his, he's in the studio, in the corner, in his corner. So, oh, whoa, 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 I gotta stop that. I just pulled up the audio on that. Sorry about that, Eric. I didn't mean to knock out your chair. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. We're, we are not video, broadcasting video. You can still see images, but you're not gonna see our pretty faces, our beautiful faces. The reason for that is because we are actually... All the cameras uh, are unplugged. Well, that's true. That's very true. No, our studio is um, being uh, tweaked. Yes, that's my. That's a word of the day. Tweaked. Tweaked is my word of the day. But uh, as I pop my P's and T's, anyway, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Three hours 
of Ted Brower. Now, folks, listen. Okay, get ready. I got I got a really big announcement. Okay, you're not listening. Okay, you in the third row, in the blue sweater, knock it off. You know, unruly studio audience here. Uh, okay, that's better. Yeah. And if no. you've got something to share, come up to the microphone. Okay. See how quickly they'd be going? At some point this afternoon, yeah, I, I gave Ted a call uh, just to touch base and find out, you know, what direction we were starting in tonight and where we were going. Well, we need to flood Ted with just congratulations. Yeah. I mean, a milestone of milestones. When when Oopa. Uh, Oopa. <laughs> when he answered the phone, he, for one of the first things he said was, an hour ago, I just had just had a grandson. Congratulations to Dr. Ted Brower on the birth of his grandson. He's an Oopa. Opa? Oopa? Oppa. Oppa. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so everyone, everyone, join me in, in a round of applause for Dr. Ted Brower. Well, you know what? He didn't really do anything. But Dr. Ted Brower is, um, is a grandfather today. Seven pounds, 11 ounces, a baby boy to his son, and Austin, and his wife. Ted, i got to ask you, how long until that uh, grandchild of yours is on the Ted Brewer daily body workout with you? <laughs> well, about the workout, he won't be on that for a bit, but he's been on the supplements for nine months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, he'll be on the supplements continually now because he's going to be breastfed for at least a year. And it was interesting because she went into labor. And see, if you take board oil and some other oils, about a week before you're about to go into labor, it makes it speeds everything up so you're not laying around in labor for 18 hours or 36 hours. She was only in labor for one and a half hours, and this was her first baby. Went into the labor, heavy contractions. The midwife couldn't believe it. He popped out completely healthy, looking around, wondering who was, what was going on. And uh, it was a blast. I mean, had a good, good time with it. And it's just uh, I wasn't there because uppas weren't allowed. Uh, you know, we were basically told that this was a mother, son, grandmother thing. And I said, look, I don't have to win this. I'm good. We've had four kids. <laughs> I'm good. I thought it would be like sitting around for 18 hours waiting for this baby to pop out. If it had been, a, if I'd have known it was an hour and a half, I may have shown up. But uh, I'd have had to sit in the waiting room anyhow. And then they had their golden hour for the first hour. just the mother and the dad, you know, kind of bonding or you could even say imprinting for the first hour you know, with that baby. And so it was kind of cool. It really was for them, and I'm happy. And then they came home like an hour after they got done with the imprinting. And by that time, you know, I was studying for this show tonight, preparing for this. We have over 100 articles on which we'll never get to. And what's interesting about that is is that, you know, then just about 30 minutes ago I saw him for the first time, and he's absolutely beautiful. And, of course, both parents have blonde hair and blue eyes, so there's no way out of it. He's going to have blonde hair and blue eyes, so he's going to be a blonde-haired, blue-eyed little German-looking thing. He's got a big old head like I do. In fact, he's got like a giant German block head already. And so uh, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I call it. And in fact, it's kind of funny, you know, because I mean, I, every time when I was like in high school in band, I had to put a hat on, you know, that little marching band hat. I remember they had to find like the largest hat. Uh, then I had to get a helmet for my motorcycle. I gotta have like a double XL to make it go over my head. Otherwise, I gotta, you know, put too much, you know, I have to like oil down the helmet to get it on, which I'm not gonna do. So, yeah, it's interesting. So it's it's a lot That's of fun with these uh, with these little babies, and this is gonna be great with him too. But we got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. So whenever you're ready, we'll get going. Well, let me check. Are we ready? And you know, I, I think we are. Are ready? Absolutely. And, and I can, you know, for for whatever reason, Joe, I just want to alert you to this. I I can hear the uh, your mic switch. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Okay. All right. So I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's something because of the positioning and the lack of padding or whatever, but I think it's uh, just all the clutter on my desk. All right. I'm not. 
being too gentle. Well, portions of tonight's broadcast brought to you by AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. That's AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. Of course, go there. Be, be prepared for what's coming. Are, are you prepared, ladies and gentlemen? AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. And of course, health, and of course, HealthMasters.com. The guy from HealthMasters, the man behind HealthMasters is on tonight. Uh, just fantastic nutritional supplements, the best in the market, on the market. You can't get any better than that. That's healthmasters.com. And, and let me just remind people, too, um, our, our sponsors uh, from BTR, casper.com. That's casper.com slash CFP radio. Casper.com slash CFP radio. If you want to have a great sleep, you want a great mattress, and uh, you're expecting perhaps a, a, a income tax return, or just you just want a great sleep, go to casper.com slash CFP radio. Enter the coupon code CFP radio. And uh, also next week, Pro Flowers, you know, with Mother's Day coming up, my goodness, just keep that in mind. Check out all of our sponsors at Hagman and Hagman.com and certainly support Health Masters, support American Survival Wholesale, who helped support our broadcast. Dr. Ted Brower tonight, his website, healthmasters.com. And if you haven't been there, if you haven't uh, signed up for his newsletter, please do that. Let's kick it off. Dr. Brower, take it away, sir. Well, let me do this, because last time I forgot to do this, Doug, and it was like two and a half hours into the show. We have a coupon tonight for your show, and it's going to be really a special coupon. It's going to be Doug, D-O-U-G, book, B-O-O-K, Doug, book. And when you order anything from Health Masters, the book's like $20. When you order anything from Health Masters, the book is free. You can order a tube of toothpaste or you can order uh, a bunch of supplements, whatever you want to do. You can order a distiller. And then, I mean, if you order $100 worth of stuff, you get free shipping even with the book. And the book doesn't cost any additional shipping. So it's a huge, huge discount for your listeners tonight. The book is absolutely free with your order. In other words, I can't just send you a free book. It wouldn't work that way. We couldn't even cover the freight costs on it. But I don't mind if you want to be a customer of Health Masters, support us, support this broadcast, and you want to get a copy of the book, that will be great. It's called Doug Book. Put it into the coupon code at the bottom. You will automatically get a book that we have. It's called Breakthrough Health. It has like 45 chapters in it. It covers everything from arthritis to adult-onset diabetes to glyphosate to increasing libido, increasing energy, all of that stuff's covered. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and start wait, talking. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. So you're going you're to give away a copy of Breakthrough Health. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, with any order from Health Masters, any order. Oh, okay, folks, that is a great deal. I mean, not that others weren't, but Breakthrough Health is such an important book, so much information. You don't need really my, my uh, endorsement on it, but I, I must tell you that... We have we have learned so much from that book, and if you don't have it, and it's information that um, it'll make your life a lot easier, living your life a lot easier in terms of your health. It's breakthrough health, please, please, folks, take advantage of this. So, Doug, book, right? Doug, book. That's it. That's all I have to do is put out the coupon code, and you get the book automatically. Gotcha. But this right. weekend, I, I was, this weekend I was watching a show, and there was a, a Christian preacher, and he was talking about how how depressed he was. Now, I'm going to get on a little soapbox for here for just a second. Now, this guy was extremely effeminate. Uh, he was highlighting his hair. 
you could tell his fingernails were all polished up like he was wearing a bunch of makeup which is okay when you're on TV but the whole thing about it is it's just he was extremely effeminate and you know and I and I don't really like effeminate preachers because they just don't really do anything for me as all how they look and if that offends you guys you know life goes on and and what happened though he started talking about how he was suffering with severe depression and how he was seeing a psychiatrist and how he was on psychiatric medications and how we all need to be seeing a psychiatrist if we're dealing with depression. Never one time did he talk about food changes. Never one time did he talk about blood sugar. Never one time did he talk about any natural protocols towards depression. Never one time did he say that methylated B vitamins get rid of depression almost every single time when you combine them with omega-3 fats like cod liver oil and 5-HTP. Never mentioned any of that. Now, the thing about it is, is he probably didn't know, but the reality is this. Ask yourself a simple question. If you've got a preacher in the pulpit who's suffering with extreme depression, extreme depression, and he's taking psychiatric medications, and he's a psychiatric patient, should you really be taking your advice from him, and should he really be in the pulpit, Doug? Wow. That's a great question. No, that's a question. Not I'm, really. I'm being very sincere now. And I'm asking yeah. you guys, I mean, what do you think? Because I personally don't <laughs> think until he got his life right and was off psychiatric meds and wasn't seen a psychiatrist. I mean, the Word of God tells us how to live our life, and nutrition can take care of almost every psychological illness. Now, it may make a lot of people really upset when I said that, but I really believe that way because there's so many natural ways to combat and fight depression. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, you know, it, 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 you do bring up an interesting point. Do you want somebody in that state of mind to be sharing um yeah, I, I don't think the odds are against uh, you know people like that. Um, they tend to have you know uh, more episodes of you know emotional breakdowns or uh, other issues. And um, like you said, Ted, there's alternatives besides taking the SSRI antidepressants. But it, it, it would depend on the individual. Yeah, but I, I, I no, thinking right. Well. You know, a, psychi- I go back to- a, a psychiatric patient on psychiatric medications yeah. in the pulpit, giving everybody medic, giving everybody advice. Yeah, uh, I mean, come on, uh, guys, let's pass, think through this pass, for a second. Pass. I, mean, I got to yeah. pass, you know. And the, and the thing about this is, is that you know, this is very commonplace. I've seen, I know a lot of nationally known evangelists that are taking different types of psychiatric meds. Now, you know, you think about that for a second. I mean, if they know all of this stuff and the Word of God has them toned up and queued up and everything else they need to know, why in the world do they have to take psychiatric medications? Now, I'm going to cover that real quick. It could be because they don't know any different. They are depressed, they don't know what to do, and they're taking these drugs. But let me tell you something about these serotonin reuptake inhibitors, uh, like the Prozac. When you take drugs like this, it increases the length of time that serotonin stays in the brain cell. That's why they're an inhibitor, serotonin reuptake inhibitor. When they do that, they decrease the amount of raw material the body has to manufacture serotonin. And when that happens, sooner or later, in most cases, you have what's called a psychotic break in which the body can't produce enough serotonin, and you get super, super depressed, and sometimes suicidally depressed, in which then you go out and you shoot a bunch of people and kill yourself. Okay, so that's the thing that people need to understand is that there are natural things to combat and fight depression. That's why they're listening to your show tonight. One of those things you could do, omega-3 fats, 5-HTP, which is 5-hydroxy-L-tryptophan, and, of course, methylated B vitamins, which, by the way, 95% of all the supplements, the B vitamins on the market, are not methylated. About 50% of the population cannot absorb B vitamins properly from mitochondrial uh, energy uptake 
if they're not methylated because we've lost the ability to do that. That's that's why, Doug, when you take my B-complex, you feel so good. It gives you so much energy. I took four of them this morning along with two, two B5, B6, uh, along with four Hemla and along with four, uh, four, four, you got your <laughs> along with four of the, uh, <laughs> You're funny, Doug. For the uh, for the uh, stragglers, and my mental acuity is through the roof right now. I mean, I feel absolutely great. But I did take, I have to admit, at five o'clock, I did take a purple stick because I knew I was going to be on the show with you guys until ten tonight, and I want to give everybody a really good show because the last time I was on with you, even though some people enjoyed it, because I talked a lot slower because I was about to fall asleep because I was up all night with George Dory the night before on Coast to Coast. You know, I really like having a high energy show, though you may have to listen to the show more than once. Because I talk so fast, you don't get it the first time. But the good news is, though, and I always tell people this, because, you know, we have our own show on Global Star also from 3 to 4 in the afternoon. And I tell folks, look, when you listen to our show or you listen to the Hagman show, anybody on Global Star, when you listen for an hour, you get literally two hours of content that you would get on GCN because of half an hour of commercials per hour. Most shows on GCN have a half hour commercial content per hour. And so what ends up happening is you're always listening to commercials, and it's awful. I remember when I was co-hosting or sub-hosting for uh, Joyce Riley last year, I remember how frustrating, actually, was it last year? Yeah, last year. It was very frustrating to me. I'm always listening to commercials, 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 and I'm like, this is just awful. And Joyce has got a great show, but the problem is it's the GCN time clock with all of the commercials that you're forced to listen to to hear the show. And then some of the show hosts, then they turn around and they give you a 15-minute infomercial every hour trying to sell product, and you don't even get any content. So it's very, very frustrating. So the first thing I want to talk about tonight was depression. Now, second thing I want to talk about, Robert De Niro. You know, he didn't put the show Vax, the movie Vax, on in the Tribeca Film Festival because they yeah. said he was being pressured by his sponsors. But he has come forward on Good Morning, uh, Good Morning, I mean, to Good Morning, to, 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 or on the Today Show, I believe it was yesterday, the day before. Yesterday, and yes. That's right. And he blew the doors off of everything and said, everybody needs to see this movie. Now, remember, Robert De Niro is married to a black woman. The study that was bogus up by Thompson, where they pulled and changed and fudged the numbers, that's what you call it in chemistry, when you fudge numbers, when you change numbers, when you lie on a, on, when you lie on a test, or you lie on a, on a, on a, uh, on a, uh, on, a on a chemistry lab experiment, you call it fudging the numbers. They fudged the numbers. And they pulled out all the numbers that were showing that black boys ended up with autism. His son's black because his mom's black, and he has autism. He's 18 years old, and De Niro's had enough. He came out on today yesterday and just straight called it out and said, everybody needs to see this movie. We need to have a conversation about this. There needs to be a dialogue about this with, with these vaccines causing autism. One in 48 now, Doug, I'm just giving the statistics again. One in 48 right now, by 2025, one in two. I'm going to repeat that. One in two. By 2035, all boys, by 2037, all girls will have autism if the current trends don't change. Now, this is nuts. Now, the vaccine manufacturers back in 1986 by Ronald Reagan were given complete immunity to damaging people, and they set up a vaccine trust fund to the federal government, which has paid out billions and billions of dollars. Now, they don't tell you that for vaccine-damaged children. They paid out billions because there's been so many millions of kids that have been damaged or slightly damaged with autism and other types of paralysis because of vaccines, including De Niro's kid. So De Niro came back and said it was some of the filmmakers themselves who were saying they were going to pull their movies out if he showed the movie. Now, remember, in these film festivals, they show every weird, perverted movie you could possibly imagine. I mean, if it's a weird movie, weirdo movie, sick movie, they're going to show it. They don't care because it's freedom of speech, because they consider it artistic expression. But suddenly, the other producers 
of these films were saying they weren't going to air their movies if somebody saw a legitimate show on vaccines and by a CDC whistleblower who was being interviewed. Doesn't that just amaze you guys? You know, it, it doesn't amaze me, but what does amaze me is that, that De Niro actually uh, coming out and saying as much, you know, that he made a mistake in not showing the film, didn't just show it originally, even with those threats, because that, what is it, the Tribeca Film Festival is very yes. popular. Um, yep. It doesn't matter what movies are shown there. It's going to draw the attention um, that it that it does, and um, he should have showed the movie. But it's it was good to see that he did come out. And Ted, I want to ask you: There's a lot of this disclosure stuff coming out with different uh, topics, the 9/11 papers, and the, this other one. Fluoride has now been labeled as a neurotoxin. Did you see that? Yes, I have that. I was going to report on that in just a minute. You're absolutely right. Of course, fluoride's always been a neurotoxin. Fluoride right. is rat poison. It's a neurotoxin. I mean, if I took a glass of water, distilled water in my, from my house, which you have a distiller, and you can go to healthmasters.com and get a distiller and get a free book, uh, you know, the distiller takes everything, it takes the water and it separates it from the contaminants by converting it to steam, leaving everything in the bottom of the boil tank. And then it goes through a set of condensing coils, stainless steel condensing coils with a volatile gas vent, which allows any type of halogen like a fluorine or chlorine gas vapor to come off and not recondense into the bottom of the tank. That's what I drink. But if I took a glass of distilled water, which is the purest type of water you can drink, and I sprinkled some rat poison in it or some, or some hydrofluorosilicic acid, which is the same thing, and I said, okay, why don't you drink this? This is just a little bit. It won't, it won't kill you. You'd look at me like you were, like I was nuts. You'd say, it's, the label says rat poison, dude. I'm not going to drink that. Well, go ahead. It won't hurt you. It's only a tiny bit of rat poison. Are you, are you crazy? I'm not touching it. It's in your water, folks. If you're drinking city water, you're drinking rat poison. It shows that it drops your IQ scores. It causes, it, it messes, it so screws up the thyroid. It's unbelievable because the thyroid thinks it's iodine. It's, a, it's ridiculous. I got a, a question for you, though. Uh, two questions, actually. One, now that it's been released and, and it's told that it is a neurotoxin, one, are they going to take it out of the, the public water systems? And two, why now? Well, number one, they've known it's been a neurotoxin for a long time, and no, they're not going to take it out of the public water systems. And you got to remember, you know, we've learned now that we did this on your show just a couple of months ago. I've got the I've got the, the literature somewhere in which like 25 different bottled water manufacturers still contain they put fluoride in their water. The bottled water does because the government has forced them to do this. They forced them to put this in. Remember, fluoride was first discovered by the Nazis as far as a, a neuroagent. It makes people servile and infertile. And it, it, they did it in the concentration camps. And in 1945, when we went into Dachau, when we decided to take our little Operation Paperclip boys home, uh, we found that these guys had discovered that fluoride is a sterilizing agent. It's a sterilant, and it also causes people to become servile. In other words, it makes them serve you and doesn't make them fight, doesn't make them kick. It makes them just do what they're told to do, kind of like slaves. And so as soon as they found this in the water in Dachau in the concentration camps, in 1946, they started putting it in our water. This is the year after that. I mean, insanity. And, of course, where there were huge, huge, huge outcry from the American population when this started. But remember, 1933, the United States was bankrupt. By 1934, we were being run through the Exchange Stability Fund, through the, through the Rothschild Banking Cartel. And that Exchange Stability Fund got billions of dollars from reassessing the gold. And then they started selling drugs. 
you know, through Operation Paperclip and Operation, not Paperclip, Operation Condor and Operation Gladio, they started selling drugs to fund all this, the shadow government, and the shadow government was already in charge. And they had to calm the guys down of the United States. Just a couple of years later, they started putting bisphenol A into the water supply to castrate them chemically in birth, in utero, so they wouldn't kick against the government. And then they started putting subliminal messages in, and we did this on the last show, during the Star Spangled Banner, telling people to obey and, you know, and to buy and to purchase and to love the government. You know, the government was God. I mean, this is what they did with the Star Spangled Banner at the close of all the TV shows, and it was all, it all came out. That was all from the concentration camp experience, guys, through MKUltra. MKUltra was just a continuation of the concentration camp experience that we brought these 30 some odd thousand German scientists over to the United States and just put them into all these government positions because they had learned so much information as far as mind control and mass hypnosis and causing a, people to become servile and servile and fertile that they decided they needed to use this research. That research wasn't destroyed from Dachau. It was continued in the United States through MKUltra. And we've talked about that multiple times. In fact, even pediatrician Dr. Paul Thomas agrees with Robert De Niro now about the vaccines. And he says, look, let's find out the truth. This is one of the top pediatricians in the country. And he was being interviewed about this. He says, hey, look, there's something is causing these problems. There are all kinds of things in these vaccines that are not good. So let's find out what they're doing. But when you give these guys a you know, a, a, a car blanc, you know, view in which they cannot be sued. See, what happened back in the 80s, and the reason all this happened, is these vaccine manufacturers were being sued out of existence because they were killing people and causing all these horrible brain damage and birth defects. And not well, what birth defects would be injected by a pregnant woman. But what was happening is they realized that they weren't going to be able to stay in business. So they went to the Reagan administration and they said, look, if you want us to continue to make vaccines for this country, you got to give us immunization. You have to give us immunity against prosecution. So Reagan signed a law granting them immunity. So it doesn't matter how many people they kill or maim or how many IQs they destroy or how many people they give autism to or how many people die from their vaccines, it doesn't make any difference. They cannot be sued. See, the trial attorneys had gone in and started doing all these double-blind clinical research studies using the same vaccines and started finding all these horrible, horrible side effects in animals. So they were going back into these courtrooms and suing these guys, and they were putting them out of business. I mean, it was, oh, gosh, it was huge, huge awards. That's what happened. And remember, the, the industrial complex that runs the United States through the Rothschild banking cartels you know, with their interlocking corporate directorships who control 95% of the media, these same guys own the pharmaceutical corporations who own the media. And they had to find a way to give themselves immunity because they don't see us as human beings. They see us as goyim or as cattle or animals to be led to the slaughter. That's all they see us as. They don't care about children being aborted. These guys sacrifice to Moloch. These, these, these guys, they, they, they're Luciferians. They sacrifice children all the time. It means nothing to them to kill children in utero or to basically cause all these brain damages in these children who are young. In fact, it meets their agenda because it reduces the population. If you have a child who has autism, and then you have another child who has autism. Some families have two and three children with autism, and they all get autism about the same time they get the shots. They don't want any more kids. They don't want any more children. And see, this is what's happening. A lot of people have one child with autism. They're like, forget it, man. We're not having any more kids. This child has completely taken over our entire life. And remember, it doesn't go away. The Nagalase is in the system. The GCMAF that we did a show on last summer that had like 8 million views, it can be used to cure 15% of the autistic cases, according to Bradstreet and Gonzalez. We're both dead now. And then 85% of the total group gets some type of results. 
But that product, the only doctor that I know that would still be able to get that in Lakeland, he says he no longer has a source for it because the FDA is seizing it coming into the United States now and trying to close down all of these manufacturing facilities that's producing that product, which reactivates the macrophages in the body, which allows the vitamin D to be utilized, and they've decided they're not going to allow that product to be produced anymore. Now, you think about this. We have all these millions and millions of dollars that are being spent in medicine. I mean millions. I mean crazy the money of people that are dying. But yet the people still die. I mean, right now, with let's look at just chemotherapy. Chemotherapy has only been shown to uh, five-year survival rates. The average five-year survival rate with most cancers now is around 60%. Chemotherapy raises it to like 61%, which is in the margin of error. So there is no long-term survival rate with chemotherapy, but it's very, very, very profitable. So these doctors push the chemotherapy, push the chemotherapy, push the chemotherapy because they want to make more and more and more money from it. A lot of these doctors have laboratories they send these tissue samples to, or they own through different corporations in which they get paid for that. All of these things are interlocking. They get golf clubs. They get trips to Hawaii. They get speaker fees. I mean, we've seen that with Hillary Clinton and the rest of the gangs. They get huge amounts of money from these drug manufacturing corporations for pushing their products to their patients, and they keep a record of it. See, that's what we have going on. The Medical Association in the United States is so corrupt it's so horrible that we need to realize that we need massive, massive change in this to fix it. And see, that's what's happening now with the Vax movie. The Vax movie is going against the paradigm. Because remember, when you establish a paradigm and you have to have a paradigm shift, it takes a long time for the majority of the population to realize, wait a minute, we've been lied to. These vaccines are killing our kids and killing us and giving us Alzheimer's, senile dementia, giving us cancer, giving us heart disease, and giving us diabetes. I mean, how in the world did we get all self-involved in all of this? Well, we did that because the drug companies are greedy. They knew it would do it, but they don't care. I spent 400 hours in the biochemical genetics lab at Florida State University. And I tell you what, I learned a lot of stuff when I was there. The thing about it is, is these same scientists that are producing these compounds and these chemicals, they had the same 400 hours in biochemical genetics. They probably had 4,000 hours. They know what this stuff does, Doug and Joe, but they don't care. Because, again, they don't care. And then when they start blowing the whistles on this stuff, they start ending up dead like Gonzalez and Bradstreet. That scares them even more. So that's, it's kind of interesting when you stop and take a look at all of this stuff. You know, Anything else you want to talk about on this? Well, it's very troublesome that the uh, the American Medical Association wants as their goal to keep people sick rather than and hoard and hide cures in order to make money, putting the money before the actual health of people. I mean, we well, know that, that this has been the case, but... Um, well, 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 well let, let me clarify that statement. I don't believe that every doctor or everybody in the American Medical no, Association no. wants to do that. But what they, but the problem is, is that when, 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 and Jesus says it, the love of money is the root of all evil. And see, when these guys get out of college, when they get out of medical school, almost all of the continuing education classes that they're being taught are being taught by the drug companies. The state mandates that these guys take so many hours of continuing education every year like all professionals have to do. Well, when they do that, the only classes they're beginning to be taught because of the expense of doing all of this is from the drug companies in 90% of the cases. So the drug companies, when they're doing the continuing education classes, are going to teach them about drugs and what drugs do. That's the problem with all of this because the continuing education classes are primarily being funded by the pharmaceutical corporations, which are paying for all of the information these doctors are getting. So they believe these guys are telling them the truth, and they don't even realize that the double-blind clinical research studies they have and they've been given are skewed. 
That's why years ago I had a, it was either G.D. Searley or Monsanto contact me. I can't remember. Now it was about aspartame. And I remember they were all mad at me because I was talking about aspartame and all these huge talk shows all over the country. And I'm one of the reasons that alternative health practitioners can no longer get on large talk shows around the country that, that are going to be talking about this stuff. That's why Dr. Oz has gotten sanctioned so many times. They've even threatened to take his license away because he was, he was telling too much. Now, what's interesting about this is they contacted me and they said, look, you know, we want you to stop doing this. I mean, I got this is from their attorneys. And I said, uh, no. And they said, well, we tell you what we'll do. We're going to send you a hundred clinical studies that prove that aspartame is safe. And I said, okay, that's okay. I'll look at all your studies. I said, but I only want you to send me the studies that you didn't pay for, that you didn't pay for, that you didn't fund. And they said, what do you mean? I said, I don't believe you're going to find one study that you didn't fund that says this product is safe. It causes brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, optic nerve degradation, and severe depression. It can make you go blind and depressed at the same time. It's a horrible, horrible product, plus it causes brain cancer. Find me one study or send me only studies that you didn't pay for that tell me this product is safe. And you know what they told me? They didn't have any. They didn't have any. None. Nada. They couldn't produce one study that said the product was safe. Now, that's because the studies are skewed and because they're paid for. See, when they go to a university, they tell the university what they're looking for and what type of research they want to have done, and they tell them what they want the outcome to be. This is the little hidden secret that nobody talks about. And they get this huge research grant. They may get a million or five million or ten million dollars to do this study. Well, these guys doing these research grants, they learn real quickly if they don't give these guys what they want, they don't get any more research money. That's the problem with academics today. That's why it's so skewed. That's why so much of it's such a stinking lie. And the problem is they don't want to talk about the rest of it. They don't want to talk about all the studies that show the product causes all these different diseases. Anyhow, and here's an here's interesting thing. This is a, 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 a medical doctor. Her name is Brogan. And she said that she's talking about depression now. Because we've been talking about depression. We'll tie this into it real quick. She says that in depression is, all, is, is sometimes an inflammatory condition. She also says that antidepressants have the potential to irreversibly disable the body's natural healing mechanism. I've seen that repeatedly with antidepressants because they're so addictive. She also goes on and says, it says that the effect of the antidepressant is not a cure. In other words, if you have a problem with depression, you don't have a deficiency of Prozac or Zoloft or Xanax. Then she goes on to say that most prescriptions or anti, most prescriptions or antidepressants are doled out by family doctors and not psychiatrists. See, I don't even believe that a doctor, a medical doctor who's not trained in psychiatry should even have the right to give out anything besides just regular drugs. I don't think they have, should have a right to give out antidepressants because they're too, they're too dangerous. And then she goes on to say that basically the great pretenders are a lot of times people have thyroid and blood sugar conditionings or they can't absorb their B vitamins properly or they have a system that can't handle gluten or dairy. And that causes a lot of problems with depression. In addition to that, I'll say there's a lot of it's caused by the aspartame. See, and I've had so many people, guys, that I've talked about this stuff to who are basically medical professionals and also people who have severe problems with depression. And almost every single time, they won't listen. They won't even try. You know, Mike Florendino came to me years and years ago, a good friend of mine. His son had died on a motorcycle accident. In fact, he even wrote a, a you know, a, a testimonial for me. And I've told you guys this on the air before, and I'll repeat it as much as we're talking about this. And he was so depressed that he was on psychiatric drugs, and he said they made him think about suicide constantly. His brother, his son had gotten killed on a motorcycle accident, and he had four more kids, but he was only thinking about the one son. So he came over here, and he was, he was just, I don't mean, even despondent. Uh, but another buddy by the name of William brought him over to me. He was sat on the back porch, and I said, hey, look, Mike, there's all kinds of natural things that you can do for a healthy brain. You want to try it? He goes, yeah, Ted, I'm going to try anything. He started on our supplement program, started feeling great, 
And within a couple of weeks, he was on a psychiatric support group online, and they basically told him he couldn't talk about health and nutrition or changing their diets or taking supplements, and he wouldn't stop talking about how good he felt, and they banned him from the psychiatric support group. It's banned him, so he couldn't go back online again. They banned him from it. And now, this has been like, gosh, seven, eight years ago, he feels absolutely great. No more problems, no more episodes. But he takes his supplements every single day. In fact, we have his entire protocol online. And I'm not saying that I'm going to treat depression. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is this. If you have a problem and your brain's not getting the nutrients that it needs and there are deficiencies that are causing these mood swings, doesn't it make sense first to try to correct the deficiencies before you put somebody on a drug that can make them severely dependent on the drug or the drug will make them want to commit suicide? I mean, doesn't it make, doesn't make sense? Yeah, yeah. You, they, see, I, this is just common sense. But see, the common sense stuff kind of goes out the door with a lot of people because they don't want to think that it's that easy. It really is that easy in most cases. Man. It really is. Yeah. And, I, and, I, yeah. and look, at, look, at, look at you, Doug. Your blood sugar was through the roof last year. And I said, hey, Doug, let's change your lifestyle. Let's put you on a few supplements. Let's stop eating certain foods. And let's see what happens to your blood sugar. Within a few months, your blood sugar was back down to normal ranges. And see, that's the whole thing. Do we treat diabetes? Absolutely not. We gave your body what it needed to help maintain healthy blood pressure and blood sugar. That's all we did. And yeah. see, that's the thing. And, and then we learned, and then I taught you how metformin has been linked to pancreatic cancer. Yeah, and and that's frightening, folks. And and a lot of I know a lot of people out there who are prescribed metformin or some sort of derivative or some similar drug. I don't know. Um, it, it just seems like everyone in my age group is on some sort of uh, either a statin or some sort of blood sugar um, uh, medication. So it's a lot easier to take. The natural route. Now, you do have to obviously watch your diet and exercise. That's that's a given. You, you've got to do that. But nonetheless, um, it beats the heck out of I don't know coming down with pancreatic cancer. That's for sure. Well, no, it's, it's the same thing. It's like all these women now, these thousands of women that have had radical mastectomies done, who didn't even have breast cancer because they just thought it would be safer because they follow some nutbag like Angelina Jolie who wants to go in and mutilate herself and take her breasts off and have her ovaries removed so she doesn't come down with ovarian cancer or breast cancer. Well, her personality has gotten so messed up now from all of these things, all these things she's done to herself that now her and Brad Pitt are like separated and contemplating divorce and all this other kind of stuff because her personality has changed. See, the ovaries in a woman are like the testicles on a man because the ovaries in a woman actually become the testicles on a man through what's called cell differentiation because of testosterone in the child who has the Y chromosome inside the mother. I've discussed all this stuff in depth with you guys. So what happens is when you take a woman's ovaries out, you castrate her, literally. It's called, it's, 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 it's castration is what it is to the woman like you do to a husband if you take his testicles off. If you take a guy who's super aggressive and athletic and everything else and you go in there and you snip off his testicles and you emasculate him, okay, you give him about six months for his testosterone to come back down and without testosterone replacement therapy, he's going to be as docile as a church mouse. He's going to yeah, be docile. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know a couple of guys who um, actually have to ask their wives, you know, for, for theirs back. She, they usually keep them in... Uh, their wives keep them in, in, in their purses, you know. Um, well, but, I, but, I, but again, remember, if a guy's been chemically castrated in utero through through uh, through, uh, through hormones, you know, through BPA and through estrogens, you know, it wasn't that kid's fault. It wasn't that kid's fault that this happened to them. Remember that if, they, if you get chemically castrated in utero, you didn't have much of a choice on that. Here's some interesting other things. I got to go through these. I know we're man, we're running out of time, Joe. I got too much stuff to do. Let's come, let's run through these nutrition stuff a little bit faster. Eight loss, eight weight loss to eight weight loss tips. Here's interesting. 
this, these are some good ones and some bad ones. I'm going to kind of give you the good ones. Uh, it, it says you should always eat breakfast. Absolutely true. But if you're going to try to burn body fat, make sure you do cardio exercise before you eat breakfast because it releases glucagon. And that glucagon will allow you to really, really burn body fat and maintain lean muscle mass. Uh, don't, you need to weigh yourself in every day. I do every single day and I write it down. It talks about juice cleanses. That's absolutely, you do not do juice cleanses at all unless you're mixing it with vegetable juices. Don't do straight fruit juice at all. Uh, this says don't lose weight too quickly. That's a good one too. One to two pounds a week, that's about it. You don't need to lose more than that. Lots of cardio, absolutely not. 20 minutes of cardio a day, two or three times a week even is enough. You don't have to do that. And you need to make sure you eat foods that are have good fats like avocados and nuts. Those are good, but you got to watch your calories. And you need to eat every few hours. That's really, really important, but you shouldn't focus on calories alone because calories are different. Some calories are what they call high glycemic. They turn to sugar very, very quickly, like potatoes. A potato will turn to ta- to a table. A table should a potato, a white potato, will turn to glucose more quickly in the bloodstream than a tablespoon of sugar will. I'm going to repeat that. A white potato will turn to sugar more quickly in the bloodstream than a white potato will. Well, remember that's one of the things that Joe, uh, that Doug, that I told you that you couldn't eat any more of is the white potatoes because they're too high glycemic. Same thing with fruit juice. That's right. You don't want to be eating or drinking a bunch of fruit juice if your blood sugar is high because it really, it's what happens if you have a big meal with a bunch of sugar in it. Let's say you eat a thousand calorie meal. Your body can only utilize five to six hundred calories of the meal, pretty much anybody. So you got four or five hundred calories your body doesn't know what to do with. It's floating around your body as glucose. So your body goes, you know what? I can't have this. I got to dump insulin in my body now. So it dumps insulin and it's a storage hormone to bring that, that sugar and turn it back to fat. Here's the problem. Once it's converted to fat, it can never be converted back to sugar again. It has to be burned as fat, as fuel. Now, that's why I say when you have no breakfast in the morning and you do some cardio, you release glucagon, and the glucagon doesn't have, because you don't have any stored sugar in your blood anymore, you're, you're hungry because you haven't eaten for 10, 10, 10 or 12 hours. Now, your body has to have energy. So what it'll do, it releases glucagon to take and mobilize that stored fat. And so the fat burns off you like butter in a microwave when you do that. Now, what you can do after your workout, you can take some of our HGH Stimulate, which stimulates the pituitary gland to release human growth hormone. This is after you finish training, and then the pituitary gland starts dumping a bunch of human growth hormone into your into your body, which helps you to burn even more fat. And you'll burn fat all day long like that. Throughout the day, you'll burn fat, and then eat a low glycemic breakfast. Don't have a bunch of toast and and you know and and, and fruit for breakfast. Don't do that. Eat some protein. Eat three or four eggs every morning. The eggs are incredibly important for you, especially the whole egg, because the whole egg contains sulfur, and sulfur is what makes that egg yellow. And that's what that's why it, it tastes like. That's why some people say, "Well, you have sulfur in your water, it smells like rotten eggs." You hear that all the time. And the reason that happens is because there's sulfur in the water. There's sulfur in the eggs. The sulfur is super important to maintain healthy nails, hair, and skin. You've got to have the sulfur. So the whole egg will make sure those eggs are organic so those chickens were fed organic feed. That's why we, you know, we have a dozen chickens here at the house. They lay about eight to ten eggs a day. So we have all organic eggs, and they only get organic feed. Yes, I really do have chickens at my house, so there you go. I live out in the country. Now, here's another article. I'm going to give this guy some respect. May he rest in peace. This is Jimmy Gonzalez. I watched his video today on YouTube. He lived to be 42 years old, 44 years old. And uh, 42 years old, he was born in 1972 to 2014, may he rest in peace. And he said, cell phones caused my cancer. And it says, Attorney Jimmy Gonzalez, a former Marine, basically died at the age of 44 
he basically discovered he, he succumbed to four stage four glioblastoma, multiform brain cancer next to his left ear, where he used his cell phone extensively. He also developed a tumor in his heart, where he kept his cell phone in his suit pocket, as well as a nerve tumor in the palm of his hand, from which he held his hand, his hand, his head phone. He's an attorney who lived on his cell phone, and he died of cancer. And he warns you, if you watch his YouTube video, his name is, again, Jimmy Gonzalez, what happened to him and why you should never, ever, ever let a cell phone sit next to you or touch your body when you're using it. Always use the speakerphone, and always make sure you keep it at least six to eight inches away. If you can't carry on a conversation because it's private and you're in a group of people, step outside where you can do it, where you don't have to hold it next to your ear. That's really important. Here's another article that says that CNN now says that women should never, ever breastfeed, and breastfeeding is bad, and they should never be, women should never be encouraged to breastfeed. You know what? I don't even know how to respond to that idiotic comment. People have been breastfeeding for, since the beginning of time, and it's the healthiest thing a baby can eat. And if you can't breastfeed for any reason, then you should be using raw certified goat's milk. And, uh, and also uh, make sure you supplement that with vitamin E, some different nutrients that we have available in our one cookbook that we have that's called Train Up Your Children. That's not a cookbook. It's called Train Up Your Children in the Way They Should Eat. Here's another interesting article by Amy Lansky, and it's about the autism epidemic. And here's what she says the autism is being caused by. And I thought this was an interesting article. It's kind of long, so I'm not going to read it all because we don't have time. He goes, she goes, again, the ever-increasing vaccine schedule. We've covered that already. Also, the worsening of the food supply from the glyphosate. We're getting that also. And the increasing amount of electromagnetic radiation that everybody's being exposed to. Again, if you are using electromagnetic radiation in your house, in other words, I mean a Wi-Fi router, Make sure you unplug that thing when you go to bed at night because remember, the pineal gland, which secretes melatonin, which helps you to sleep, it thinks that Wi-Fi radiation is sunlight because it can't tell the difference, and that stimulates the pineal gland, making it think it's time to get up in the morning, and it's no good. Another thing, now this is a uh, article in my book that you're going to get for free when you order anything from the website with our Doug 5 coupon. We've got the top 10 drugs never to use as the last chapter in that book and guys you can't miss that you have to read the top 10 drugs never to use and one of those drugs is NASIDs the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory compounds like Aleve and Advil and Midol and Motrin and Aspirin and other non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs these are NASIDs you really have to watch out for them because of gastrointestinal irritation uh, they've also been linked to uh, common bacteria being changed may, may cause flesh-eating bacteria, which is kind of crazy. They've definitely been linked to heart attack and stroke. And we go into detail with all of the symptoms in the book. They can cause toxic shock syndrome, arthritis, osteoarthritis, infertility. And But, you know, the reality is it's all kinds of natural things, like, again, cod liver oil that you can get that helps to get rid of inflammation. Now, let's talk about arthritis for a second. We haven't talked about this in a few shows. Uh, last year... My wife, her hands were so swollen, she came on the show and she testified afterwards that she couldn't even make a fist. And her knuckles were actually starting to twist. Now, my wife is beautiful. I mean, she's stunningly beautiful. She's 59 years old, and she, she looks great. But her hands were looking awful, and she couldn't even grip anything anymore. And she came to me one day, and she was just crying. She goes, I don't know what to do. Instead, my hands hurt so bad, I can't even squeeze. It's hard to cook. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Well, what we did is we found out that osteoarthritic conditions and along with some rheumatoid arthritic conditions and all these different types of things can be ameliorated by the use of magnesium. But magnesium taking orally doesn't really work very well. 
you have to do it topically through magnesium chloride. So what she started doing is we have these great bath salts at the uh, at the office that are loaded with magnesium chloride, and you, we soak our feet in these things like 30 minutes to an hour a day. And she got into the bathtub and started soaking in the bathtub her whole body for like an hour a day. And she had spinal stenosis so bad and pains in her hips so bad she could barely sleep at night. Finally, I said, this is ridiculous. So I started doing all this research on it, and I found this one supplier that had these super pure bath salts, and we started using them because he had the same problem with spinal stenosis. He came on my show, actually, and uh, and talked about it. And, and so we ended up getting him to manufacture this stuff for us, and now we have this product that's unbelievable. We have magnesium deodorant, which, by the way, if you look at aluminum chlorhydrate deodorant, which is what antiperspirant deodorants are, and you look at breast cancer cells, and you look at tissue samples, there's high amounts of aluminum, and some people believe it's actually coming from the aluminum antiperspirant deodorants. In addition to that, we have a magnesium bomb and sports oil. So Sharon started soaking down on this and using this, and within about a month, Doug, she started seeing a huge difference in her hands, but she used it every single day. Within two months, her hands were completely better, and she could make a completely closed fist unbelievable what happened with her and it's still the same way today and we still soak she still uses the bathtub once or twice a week now and then she but she soaks her feet and that stuff every single day because remember it's called transdermal absorption and what ends up happening is this the magnesium chloride is a really hard mineral to digest. Well, you can't do magnesium chloride. You have to use, you have to use magnesium glycinate because you can't do the chloride. It doesn't even work. You don't even want to do that. It's almost toxic to your system if you do take it internally like that through your intestinal tract. You don't want to do that. It's not going to kill you, but it's just not healthy. But what you what you need to do is you need to take it act more like a catharsis, like a diarrhea, like cause like a, it's like taking Epsom salts. But, you, but the Epsom salts won't do this when you soak your feet in it because it, it doesn't absorb very well. But what happens is you take this stuff and it goes transdermally right into your bloodstream. It's kind of like if you take a clove of garlic and you rub it on your foot and you let it just leave it there for like 30 minutes, you'll taste it in your mouth in 30 minutes. That's what it does. It absorbs that magnesium directly transdermally into the blood, and that helps to get rid of calcium spurs. And with osteoarthritis, it's one of the biggest problems, calcium spurs. That's why I tell men, don't ever take calcium supplements ever and with women unless you've got a problem with osteoporosis don't take them don't do it and quite frankly you're better off to get some raw certified goat's milk if you're a woman and not even take calcium supplements because those calcium supplements if you get too many too much calcium in your system without enough magnesium dug if they build up as spurs in the system and they can actually cause tremendous pain in the joints especially with the problems with spinal stenosis so Sharon was able to get rid of all of those problems by soaking in the magnesium salts so I know there are a lot of people out there right now that are having the same kind of problems because you know a lot of your listeners are probably over the age of 50 and this thing will really really help plus remember if you have rheumatoid arthritis the best thing to do on that is to get take you get rid of bell peppers eggplant potatoes okay and tomatoes those really inflame those are called nightshade vegetables and they really inflame the joints of rheumatoid arthritis rheumatoid arthritis is pretty easy to get rid of by eliminating those and taking a really good cod liver oil like we have at health masters if you do that for like 30 days you'll have just a huge huge difference it's amazing what happens uh, now, here's another article. Water with unsafe lead amounts is being found in hundreds of schools all over the United States. Surprise, surprise. Again, it's the aging infrastructure that used lead solder to put these pipes together. Uh, we've got a major problem because the water is getting more and more acidic because the aluminum that they're spraying on everything makes water more acidic. And, you know, this is from the chemtrails. And this water now is actually etching into these, these pipes that are basically containing lead. You've got to get a distillation system for your house. If you don't do anything after you hear me speak tonight, and this is the first time you've ever heard me speak, 
Get yourself a free copy of Breakthrough Health and order yourself a distiller from our website because I tell you what, it'll make all the difference in the world. It's that good of a product. And I tell you what, once you start drinking distilled water, Doug, you know you've got a distiller. Nothing right. tastes right after. Every, everything else tastes awful besides the distilled water. It's awful. Have, 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 I, I didn't think water had a taste to it until I, I – t- uh, well, distill your water. Use – we we had uh, – uh, actually, my wife had uh, a distiller. We had a distiller together, and then we had your distiller. Hands down, your distiller does so much more in the taste and the um, – I don't I don't know. There's almost like a texture to, to the water. <clears throat> the water, the water tastes – it tastes sweet. And the reason for that right, is most, right. most, most distillers don't have a volatile gas vent. And so when you get the fluorine and the chlorine, sometimes it's recondensed as 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 a, as, as a liquid when all the water is going through it with the steam. It'll drip exactly. back down into the holding tank so you don't get the clean taste. When distilled water is made properly using a volatile gas, volatile gas vent with a, with a stainless steel distillation pipe, it has a sweet taste to it. It really does. And once you start used to drinking that water, I, mean, I won't even go into a restaurant now and drink ice water because I know it's got fluoride in it. And I usually take my own water in, I bring it in in glass, like in a Voss bottle, and I tell them, if you have bottled water here in glass, I'll buy that from you. Otherwise, I don't want bottled water in plastic. Is that okay? And they always say, of course, that's fine, because they don't have the product. But the thing about it is, is you don't want to put plastic in your body, guys. BPA will emasculate you, buddy. It'll, 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 it'll make your girly mind really, really fast. I mean, that's, that's a hormone product you don't want in your system, and that comes from plastics. Interesting. Well, I, I can certainly attest to the fact that in terms of distillers, you've got the best distiller out there, and the taste, the it, the water does taste sweet. I, I I was looking for an adjective to describe the taste of the water. I, I suppose sweet would be good, um, different. It's just different. You can it tell. Is. It clean, it clean. I, I guess clean is the word I'm looking for, yeah. too. Sweet and clean. Once you get used to it, you, you really feels good. Here's another article talking about turmeric again as far as working with cancer malignancies. A lot of research has been done on that. And here's another article that's great. It's talking about five cancer myths, the five cancer truths that the medical associations are claiming that are myths. I'll cover them real quick. This is actually pretty good stuff. It says that, uh, and this is an article that was done by my, my Halovic, Dave Mihalovic. And he goes, uh, he said the rise of all cancers of all types of cancers are due to modern society lifestyles and the environment. And the medical people say, no, absolutely not. It's genetics. That's not true. Twenty percent of what you become is based upon your DNA. Twenty percent, Doug. That's it. The other eighty percent. Now, of course, I'm not talking about height and all that kind of stuff. But heights can also be affected by diet if you don't get enough protein. But the vast majority of what we become is the food we eat. Another one, you know, we we believe that superfoods can prevent cancer. They say it can't do that. The diet has no bearing whatsoever on cancer. That's why they don't believe that GMOs are a problem. I mean, unbelievable. They actually believe this stuff and they think it's okay. Uh, number four, that sugar feeds cancer. That's absolutely the truth. Sugar does feed cancer because some people believe that cancer is actually linked to fungus in your body, and sugar feeds that. In fact, studies have been shown that if you eat can- if you eat sugar, alcohol, or you drink coffee, if you have cancer, it makes it literally impossible to recover from the cancer. And then, in fact, five conventional cancer treatment kills more than it cures. Well. It's pretty much nip and tuck on all that. Sometimes you have a five-year success rate with it. Sometimes you don't. But I can tell you right now that chemotherapy doesn't do much as far as what it does as far as long-term survival rates. The biggest problem is the vast majority of the people that are selling these poisons that don't want to believe that. Well, final thing, acidic diets can cause cancer. That's absolutely true. You need to eat an alkalinizing diet and stay away from foods that make your, make your body acidic, Doug. All right. <clears throat> 
We'll be right back with Dr. Ted Brewer, HealthMasters.com, right after this short commercial break on this Friday edition. Stay with us. This is the Global Star Radio.com. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. Exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Ladies and gentlemen, to this edition, this part of the Hagman and Hagman Report, I'm Doug Hagman in studio with Joe Hagman. Together, we are the Hagman and Hagman Report. Our very special guest tonight, Appa. That's right, Appa. Did you Appa. Did you hear me? Appa. Uh, wh- Appa. Oh no, it's Appa. Okay, say it, say it with me, folks. Appa. 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 Yeah. All right. T- tomorrow we're going to work on uh, coloring coloring within the lines. No, seriously, uh, uh, Dr. Ted Brower, uh, proud grandfather today, seven pounds eleven ounces. His son, what a great what a great young man, Austin. His wife had a uh, uh, a son today at uh, uh, what was it one forty three p.m. I think right. That's correct. We had All right. seven, seven pounds eleven ounces, doing gray, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, yeah, totally healthy. I mean, the kid's already alert. It's amazing to me. I mean. You know, I told Austin he was so concerned. And I said, "Look, dude, I said pregnancy is not a disease." <laughs> I, said, I said, "Don't worry about it." I said, "You've done everything you can from a health standpoint." Well, uh, we got a lot of information to cover this hour, and of course, Joe. Um, now, now, folks, if you're tuning into YouTube, wondering where our picture or where our video is, we are tweaking the studio. So Monday, you're going to see an entirely different. Well, it's you're going to see an upgrade there, uh, both with camera angles, cameras, and uh, some backgrounds, and we're going to be. Uh, continuing to upgrade only because what we want to do is we want to make the most of our assets here and the time that we do have so i want to thank you for bearing with us we were um without the video a night uh one night this week and again tonight but monday is going to have a different look to it so tell your friends tell your family tell them on the whatever but let's just do it um also ted brower healthmasters.com very special offer for the listeners check it out um Coupon code Doug Book 
and what will happen is any order from Health Masters, now you got to order something, all right, but with that you will get Breakthrough Health. This is an, just a critical book to have in your library. Anything you want to really want to know about health, it's yours. But uh, this is a good time to order a distiller or, or any any uh, protocol, including the Hagman Blood Sugar Protocol. Breakthrough Health is yours free, and it's a, it's just a fantastic book. We've got we've got a copy in our library. My wife has one, and she does check it often. So go to healthmasters.com, and while you're there, sign up for the newsletter. Folks, also sign up to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I go to HagmanHagman.com, click on the link to our YouTube channel, and sign up. Subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We do have Facebook as well. Uh, social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and such. Definitely uh, tie into us. All right. Now, uh, AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com, folks, for all things survival-related, AmericanSurvivalWholesale.com. Take, uh, pay them a visit. And, of course, they have wonder, wonderful programs here. Time is getting short, and... We know this, and what we want to do is make sure everyone is prepped up, supplied up, because when the, when things do happen, uh, the last thing you want to be doing is running to Walmart trying to trying to buy bottled water or whatever it might be. The last can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup not going to be pretty. Not going to be a pretty sight. Uh, to, now this this segment here, folks, buckle up because there's two, two, a couple of subjects here that we're going to be uh, firing off with. Lily waves, mind control. How about this? Mind control through frequency manipulation, and also and more. yeah, and about nine eleven as a sacrificial rite. Why does it matter now? Because it, looking back gives you a picture of the future. Uh, Joe, go ahead. I'm going to toss it to you, and then you. Well, I'll, I'll let uh, Ted hit on the information he has. But we uh, talked with Dave Hodges yesterday, and he was. Uh, he had a story about DARPA. Well, in that story listed a few patents, and these patents are for a, uh, some of them are for electrical stimulus, uh, electrical frequency as a method of altering human consciousness. They also have it as, uh, methods for in, uh, RFID technology, bio, um, biomarkers and retention of information, also for the Inducing frequency and reduction of brainwave activity, and they list the amount of the frequency signals and and what they do, and how they have, and it also includes magnetism. And there's many patents, hundreds and thousands of patents on these, and they date back decades. And what they do is they alter consciousness, alter perception, alter your your brain, and how your brain functions. And it can change how you think and how you perceive things, like the belief in God. It can wipe that part of your brain out. This is very serious stuff. You're absolutely right, Joe. In fact, it was interesting. You know, Patrick Flanagan did a YouTube video, and he talked about electromagnetic frequency and mind control. And interesting about Pat, Patrick Flanagan, he uh, he was kind of like one of those uh, wunderkinds. I mean, he was unbelievably bright. And, uh, in fact, he, I think he may still be alive, but I'm not sure. He, When he was 11 years old, he sold a guided, mes- guided missile detector to the U.S. military. At 17, he gained his air pilot's license and worked at a think tank in the Pentagon. Later, he was consultant to the NSA, the CIA, NASA, Tufts University, and the Office of Naval Research. I mean, this guy has come out now, and he's basically exposed all of this stuff, including lily waves. And in fact, in 1958, he developed a neurophone, which is an electronic nervous system excitation device that transmits sound through the skin directly into the brain. 
for which he received a U.S. patent and which has been used by the U.S. military for mind control applications ever since. Uh, so he's gonna, he talked about this in one of the videos. And so what I did is I took some notes from it. And I've already, I've known about this for years and I'm not really going into detail with it because, you know, I thought we kind of pretty much covered it. I thought everybody knew what a Lily wave was, but apparently not. Electromagnetic frequency, mind control weapons, we've done extensive shows on this. We've talked about how they do it with HARP, but it was all started back with the Lily wave. And what ended up happening is they can use the cell phone radiation, the Wi-Fi, the electrical fields inside of your house on the wires in your house for mind control. In fact, Edward Bernays, he was a father of advertising and propaganda who Joseph Goebbels admired so much because of what happened with getting the United States in the World War I using propaganda. He basically would have been ashamed or been proud, either one, I guess you could say, of what Lilly was able to do with mind control. And what these people on the planet who are running things, they don't care about integrity or value of human life. It's all about profit and control for these guys. And, of course, we see this with Hollywood. We've talked about this repeatedly, how they teach you that greed is good, that bad is good, that sin is good. All of these things are bad or wrong, or bad is good and good is wrong. And so everything's been turned upside down. When you watch TV, you originally, when you first started watching TV when you were younger, it would take you four or five minutes to put you into an alpha wave state, which is a susceptible mind, susceptible state. But it goes deeper than that. If you watch TV long enough, it'll put you into what's called a theta state, which is even deeper than the alpha waves. And what happens is when it, originally when you watch the TV, your mind fought against that. It didn't want to do it. But after you program your mind that that's okay with the subliminal advertising and the flicker rates, then you can sit down and almost go into a theta alpha rate state almost immediately. These modulations that happen, you know, in subliminal programming, you know, they can also be used through the Wi-Fi and through power lines. And what happens is the human mind has been completely mapped since the 1950s, again, through Operation Paperclip, and we know every frequency that controls emotion has been decoded. You know, if you read the book, The Men Who, 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 uh, who Stare at Goats, they talk about that. General Stubblebine said that. They can make you have a certain frequency and make you nauseous. Another one will make you sleepy. Another one will make you hyper-aggressive. Another one can kill you because it can destroy brain waves and brain cells. Uh, the military bases actually put transmitters around the outside perimeter of their bases. People don't know this, Doug. So when you get close to the perimeters, like in certain areas where you're not supposed to be, you, they transmit a fear frequency into your mind to make you want to get out of there because you get real scared. This is what they do. This is the application of it. But what Lily did was this. Lily found out that the 60 hertz wires in your home were also electrical waves, which we know. He worked in the Navy on dolphin projects. He wanted to be able to program dolphins' brains. And he developed technology for the dolphins and then for the human brain to go against the resistance to programming. Remember I said earlier, you have a resistance naturally that occurs, and then you get used to it, your body just accepts it, your brain accepts it. So he developed what's called the lily wave, a waveform that actually allows you to bypass the resistance of the human mind and program the brain. It can transmit any emotions on the lily wave through the power grid into your house. They're actually black boxes and power companies from Homeland Security, which actually promote lily wave uh, formulation on top of the it piggybacks on top of the 60 hertz cycle inside of the house. They can they can be used for mind control waves, and they can do it very very quickly. It let you know that again when the first time you watch the TV, it takes a while, but this thing eventually starts to program your brain to accept this. And I'll tell you how it works in just a second. The government knows the signatures of every emotional state fear bliss anger unrest riots anything you want they can create it's easy to duplicate this is why i was saying on the show a couple of months ago that they want to 
code all of us with their Morgellons antenna tied into our DNA and tied into our central nervous system so they can put any type of frequency into our body automatically to force us into certain mood states. That's how advanced this technology is. The Lily Wave actually disarms the brain so that other platforms such as cell towers, wind towers, harp can actually enforce the waves they're putting into your brain. You know, this is not an isolated issue. And, and you know, this is throughout the entire system of micro, microwave energy now. However, the average American or average global person will have no idea what's going on because it's coming across on the power lines. And if they, and they don't, they, they, basically, they basically, when they were working on figuring it out, they wanted an electrical current that would go into the brain, which could stimulate for several hours, for several days, or for several months through the use of electrodes without killing the brain cells. And this is originally in dolphin research. However, the majority of the brains they were stimulating like that in these dolphins or in these other primates, they were dying. They were having brain damage. So they knew they couldn't just put this power through the brains. It's kind of like electro-compulsive shock therapy, but it kind of goes on and on and on at a very subtle level. However, these wavelengths could not be used for extensive long-term stimulation because there were thermal and electrolytic damage to the brain, including death, which can occur with long-term use, or it depends upon the, 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 the power, very quickly. That's why the Lily Wave was developed. The goal was to stay above the stimulus threshold and below the injury threshold. In other words, they wanted to control the brain but not damage the brain. The previous waveforms actually injured the neurons when unidirectional current passed through the brain. It's kind of like electrocuting people, so to speak, but with real mild current. Dr. Lilly's new waveform to balance the current first in one direction, then after a few milliseconds into another direction, after a brief interval, the other direction, this caused the ions moving in the neurons to push them one way, then back to the other way, but there was no neuronal death. The new wave, called a balanced by post pair, is the Lilly wave. It was introduced in the 60 hertz power lines, and we are surrounded by these waves. If the Lily wave is used with a specific control frequency, such as through a microwave transmission or even the one they wanted to put through the power lines, they can do it very, very easily. The whole goal here was to transfer the information and return the nerves to their former state without damaging the nerves or the brain cells so the brain will not resist the programming. If the same wave came in without the lily wave, the body would develop a defense against it, so the lily wave can be used as the perfect mind control wave. The subject cannot develop a defense against it. It's the perfect mind control conditioning that they've used, and they've had it for many, many, many years, Doug, and Lily developed it, and you can look it up online. That's what it is. It's a Lily wave, and if you look at most power companies and you look at their 60 hertz cycle and you have the right oscilloscope, you can actually pull the Lily wave right out of the cycle of the power grid, and it's being broadcast all the time to almost all of us. That's what a Lily wave is. Yeah, and, you know, Plato, it goes, this goes back to writings from Plato and when they talked about, um, making, uh, motion and illusion and creating something that, uh, it, it's kind of a veiled language, but it has been talked about throughout history. And just imagine the level of manipulation. I mean, they use propaganda and constantly bombard us. With lies and and their agenda through the TV press uh, everywhere billboards you can't get away from it but that's not enough they have to now purposefully target you and alter your state of consciousness alter your state of mind and what will that cause I mean if humans are no longer can be accountable for their own actions and thoughts because they have been taken over 
how long until the Lord comes back from that point? Well, that's exactly right. And see, that's the thing that we've been talking about on your show now for, gosh, since last November, December, is that we've been going into detail on how these different mind control techniques are being used through Morgellons, through chemtrails, through HARP, through all these different things, through the Gwen Towers. And, you know, and there's no point in going back into the same stuff we talked about last month because we kind of went to a, into a more detail with it last month. But that's what's happening to us. In fact, if I had to build a house again, I would shield all the electrical wiring in the house and I would probably put copper mesh behind the sheetrock to prevent the room from transmitting the information, you know, from these waves and from the electrical impulses. And it would basically put me inside of a Faraday cage. I know they sell Faraday cage cloth, which is like a copper mesh that you actually drape over your bed like a, like a cheesecloth, like a mosquito net. And the reason they do that is for people that are real sensitive to these types of waves and who get really sick from them. That's what ha- that's what happens with the electro with the uh, with the smart meters now. They're putting out all this electromagnetic magnetic radiation. There are people coming out with severe headaches from it. That's why I've said this so many times on your show. Please unplug your Wi-Fi router when you go to bed at night and unplug it or just put it on a little switch. So if you're not using it during the day, if you're not on the Internet, switch it off so it's off, so it's not broadcasting any frequency into the house. And stay away from as much of the stuff as you possibly can. Keep your cell phones at least a couple inches away from your head. Don't hold them next to your ear. Don't put them in your hip pocket. Don't irradiate your ovaries, ladies, if you're a girl or you've got them in your back pocket. Don't do all of this stuff. Stay away from Wi-Fi radiation. It's incredibly dangerous to the body because, remember, all we are is an energy wave. That's all we are. We're just a frequency. Our whole body has a certain frequency in which it vibrates, and all of our organs are the same way. We are almost completely filled you know, with empty space between the atoms, and so we are just an energy wave. The only thing real here is our soul, and that's the thing that people need to understand. So all of this physical body that we're so used to that we think is so cool it can be manipulated by energy waves they know that they know that cell phones cause cancer they know that Wi-Fi routers cause cancer they know that all of these things are super bad for you in high concentrations like we're getting now and yet they don't care because remember they're making money all of this and if if a bunch of people start dying from it guys it goes right back to the whole program of eugenics in the United States and globally so it's pretty it's a pretty insidious thing they've done to us and it's actually quite awful to be honest with you. What do you guys think? Oh you're absolutely right and you know it's just going to get worse from here. We uh we know that the weapons will be formed against us. The Bible tells us that, mm-hmm. you know, that no weapon shall prosper um with you know if we have our faith in the Lord and his uh protection for us. But in uh, Luke eight seventeen, it says, For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come ab- ab- abroad. And this is talking about, you know, when uh, everything's all said and done, all secrets will be revealed. We will know the extent of the subtlety of the enemy and how uh, he had so precisely throughout all human history um, and it's been very subtle, and it's increased as technology and, and the culture has de- de- degraded. But uh, how Satan has worked through his spiritual hierarchy, through people, to implement these subtle changes that led us down this road of disaster, which we allowed ourselves to go down. 
And it has reached the point where they are ready to take control of a person's brain. You have the President's Brain Initiative. Um, you have the National Biomedical uh, Surveillance Strategy that he just released a few years ago. And he has a bio- bioethical commission which says it's going. there's going to be an intersection between human rights and technology. And we have well, the electronic health record. Well, and this is exactly all coming. Yeah, and, and Dave and Dave Hodges last week he released that article. I think it was on Sunday night. Uh, he was contacted by one of the guys from DARPA who used to work for DARPA, saying that basically the cell towers could cell towers could be used as weapons against us and for mind control. And see, this is exactly what we've been talking about. You know, the Hagman and Hagman show has been at the cutting edge along with Hodges' show about this type of information for the last few years. See, this is what people need to understand: is if you want to get your news from any place, get it from Hagman Hagman, or get it from my show in the afternoon from three to four. We talk about these issues with so many other alternative radio people simply don't discuss, don't understand, or don't care about. Doug, Joe, I mean, I mean, well, Doug, Joe, Doug, Doug, what do you think about all this with this Lily Wave stuff? Well, it's about time that people started understanding, understanding exactly what is taking place. You know, just sitting back here listening, and, and that's what people need to do is listen and understand that we're being gamed and that uh, right. all of this is... This is cutting-edge information to the extent that people are hearing this perhaps for the first time or understanding it better now than they were before. This is, uh, yeah, it's a psychological uh, alchemy is what it's called. There it is. Michael Hoffman's Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, Ritual Murder, and the Secrets of Mental Magic, where they talk about the black arts and the uh, powers that be and their abilities to uh, use the the polarization of the brain uh, in order to through an, they call it an alchemical uh, psychodrama for the transformation of humanity. Their transformation in they transformed uh, the news and they transformed all. They goes through a list of, of things that, that humans uh, were subject to on a daily basis, and they transformed all these things, and now they're ready for their last step. They're ready for their to work magic, as they call it, and bring about horror, as they say, through the manipulation of the electromagnetic frequencies and changing your thought process and and your state of consciousness. And it brings about what Russ Dizdar calls the Black Awakening. They say that humanity, in an instant, through these weapons, these uh, psycho-spiritual warfare weapons, can be provoked to instant violence. All. Remember remember what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 6, Joe. It says that every thought of every person was evil all the time. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. See, and so that's what people need to understand, is that we're quickly coming back to the days of Noah when all this advanced technology was being used against the human race. These people who are doing this, these Satanists who trace their lineage all the way back to Nimrod, and they call themselves the Benindi Nephilim, or sons of the fallen angel, these are the ones that are in charge of the global conspiracy that's taking over the planet, primarily through the Rothschild banking cartel and the satanic hierarchy of the Catholic Church now, since it's been taken over. And all of these people do, and what they, they have these black magic ceremonies all the time, and we've talked about this so many times on your show, 
This is how they live. This is what they do. They, they, they have this, you know, I mean, Hassard now has been found that he was, he was a pedophile and they're not even going to charge him for it because it happened years and years ago and that he had, that he had molested, sexually molested four little, four, four young men, four young boys. I mean, former speaker of the house. Are you kidding me? This thing is so, it's such a systemic problem because of what happened with Alistair Crowley and him teaching all of this to the hierarchy and they already knew a lot of it anyhow but this is how they brought this is what Jack Parsons and all these guys were doing with their with their magic ceremonies and their satanic ceremonies and they brought this whole hierarchy now and they're ruling us with this because we've allowed them to do it because we've taken our right to elect officials that represent us We've given these officials the authority by making them politicians, career politicians, who are pedophiles and perverts in, in, in Washington, D.C. They've turned around. They've given it over to the military domain. The military domain has given it over to the CIA and their higher-ranking generals, the four-star generals. Then they've turned it over to the black magicians and the Satanists who are going to turn it over to the artificial intelligence. And once the artificial intelligence, which is going to be pure evil from Lucifer, gets a hold of everybody and it starts controlling all this electromagnetic radiation that's passing through everyone, then now I can understand how the thoughts of everyone were evil all of the time, as it was in the days of Noah, Genesis chapter 6. It makes more sense, and Joe, you said that so articulately, it actually put those pieces of that puzzle together for me, because I really believe in these end times, this is what's going to be used against the human species, because remember, they want to make us like animals. They want, us, they want to bring that horrible, horrible animal thing out of us that allow us to go out and kill and maim and destroy because that's what they want to do because that's what Satan does he comes to rob, kill, steal and destroy. It's like that one movie that came out last year it was, I forgot the name of it we talked about it on the show before and they used electromagnetic frequencies being broadcast through cell phones to basically make people go crazy and start killing each other. That's where I believe it's going to go to. I believe they're going to use all of this stuff, and maybe that's why they want to be in their underground bunker complexes, because they'll be shielded from the electromagnetic radiation that permeates the planet when they turn the stuff loose. Think about it, because it's not going to transmit itself through rock, you know, half a mile deep. It can't do it. And so they're going to be shielded from all of this, this horrible stuff they turn loose on us. There's no other way to do all of this stuff and cause everybody's thoughts to become evil all of the time unless they start broadcasting that frequency through those thoughts. And then you've got to deal with all that, because how do you shield yourself unless you're living in a Faraday cage? So it's going to be an interesting experience in these end times. That's why I really hope and I pray that God comes back before all of this stuff is turned loose on humanity and he takes the Christians out. Now, I know a lot of people don't believe in the rapture or their pre-trib or their post-trib or their mid-trib or whatever, but I really believe that God's going to take us out in the mid-trib. I think we're going to go through the tribulation, the first part of it, but I think when this stuff really gets turned loose on us, Joe, I can't believe that God's going to let the Christian people who really believe in him and who call on his name go through this. But the first part of the tribulation is going to be bad enough. I mean, look what's going on right now with Fukushima when all of this stuff is dying. I have a whole article on that I want to bring up about all these top scientists are saying now there's no more diversity. The fish are dying, the dolphins are dying, the whales are dying, the, the clams are dying, the shellfish are dying. Everything's dying in the ocean because of this poison that's been unleashed. It almost sounds like a third of the oceans have been poisoned, like in the book of Revelation when they said one of the seals was opened. So these guys are a bunch of sickos, they're a bunch of Satanists, they're a bunch of perverted, weirdo, pedophile people who need to be taken out back and hung is what needs to be done with them, and be done with these guys. These guys are running the planet, they're running the government, they're running the world, and they're trying to take everything over. And it's so funny, I was talking about this today with John Moore, and I said, you know, it's crazy. I said, everything is upside down. You know, we were taught that the Russians were bad, now Putin is saying things that we wish Obama would say, 
Nobody likes Obama. Everybody started to like Putin. Russia's offering people to migrate into, into Russia now, and he's going to give them free land because he's trying to get more and more people into Russia. I mean, this is insane that the entire thing has been flipped around, and now we're looking at Russia as a leader and as a, as a speaker of freedom of Christianity, and he wants the entire country to be Christian, and, Muslim, and the Muslims and Obama are running around saying that we're not a Christian nation anymore. I mean, the whole thing is nuts. It's like everything has been turned upside down. Now, let's talk about 9-11 as a human sacrifice ritual. I'm going to go into some detail tonight that I've never covered on your show before. I talked about it on Hodges a few weeks ago. And again, Doug talked about this in his book, Stained by Blood. That's available on Kindle now, isn't it, Doug? Stained by blood. Yeah, so sorry about that. I, I was I had muted myself because I didn't want to. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the satanic uh, ritual abuse, not nine eleven, but just satanic ritual abuse, made reference. I made reference to that. But what you have, and, and folks, I, please listen because it is so relevant to. It explains so much about current events, and and what? I've never heard this put together like you did. Well, it's interesting because I've read about four or five books to put it together like this. Now, and I'm going to give you quotes. I'm going to give you references of people who have books you can read. But you know, here's the thing. Doug's got a book. What's your what's, what's the Kindle price on the book? Seven ninety nine, Doug. Six ninety eight ninety nine. No, it's nine ninety nine for the Kindle. Uh, okay. th- th- thanks for asking. Yeah. Guys, everybody, listen to me right now. You know, please support the Hagman Show and the broadcast. You know, a lot of you realize that you know Doug's self funded. I'm self funded. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting Doug. And one of the easiest things you can do is go to Amazon. And for ten bucks, you can order his latest book, uh, "Stained by Blood," and you can actually support the Hagman Show, and you can bless them. You can also go to Hagman's website, and you can give to them via PayPal. If you don't have ten dollars, you may have a dollar or five dollars or three dollars. And please listen to me for just a second. You know, if we don't support one another, how are we supposed to get this message out? And that's, I'm very serious. I mean, how are we supposed to get this message out? I mean, Doug and Joe give so much of their time every week, and you guys are always being blessed by their show, by these incredible guests they have on. I mean, I love listening to their show, and I'm just, I feel just blessed to even be part of their, part of their team here. You know, support this group. Support the Hagman and Hagman group, you know, and become a partner with them. You know, go on a recurring basis. You know, give them a dollar a month or two dollars or five dollars a month. You say, well, that's hardly anything, Ted. We can give more. Okay, give more. But the thing about it is, there's millions of people who listen to this show. If everybody just gave a dollar a month or five dollars a month, you know, they could have the world's greatest studio and not have to deal with cash flow issues. So please, support Hagman and Hagman. Or buy his book through Kindles. Ten bucks. And, and, and realize that, you know, we're all in this thing together. We're in these end times together. And if you're blessed by what I do and you want to support healthmasters.com, please do so. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. I really do. I mean, we're a family-run company, and I've been in business for 35 years, and we do the best we can to provide the highest quality nutraceutical supplements in the world. If they were any better, if I could make them any better, I would because I take them along with my family. So please remember, we're here to serve you. We're here to help you. All of us are, and we're all in this together. Now, I want to give you some books to read real quick. Well, let's talk about the Temple of Baal for a second. The Temple of Baal is coming to different cities all over the world. Some are saying now that the one that they will be going to put in, in, in New York has been canceled. They're putting in something else. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, or if that's more obfuscation. These guys are what they call Kabbalist numerologists. Everything they do is based on the numbers and on the stars and on star charts. 
And let me think about this. This is an article here from uh, Michael Schneider. Let me read what he says. He goes, just like ancient Baal worshippers, we are in a society that is addicted to watching other people have sex. In fact, it has been estimated that 60% of all Christian men watch pornography on a regular basis. And just like ancient Baal worshippers, we are a society that is engaged in child sacrifice. We call it abortion, but the motives are still the same. If an unplanned or unwanted pregnancy comes along, we have a mechanism for just getting rid of the kid. Since Roe v. Wade was decided in 33, we've had close to 60 million people have been aborted. I would say that the Baal worshippers, you know, wouldn't even have that much blood on their hands. On one level, I find it quite ironic that a reproduction of the part of the Temple of Baal is going up in Times Square. David Wilkerson once preached the message entitled, Tearing Down the Altars of Baal at Times Square Church, and now a monument of Baal is actually being erected in Times Square, and we'll see if they put it up or not, but they're putting it up at cities all over the world. They're saying they're going to be putting up hundreds of these, if not over a thousand of them, and I personally believe it is to bring this evil presence into this planet, and it could be when the time they decide to click in this frequency and start making everybody do crazy things. Then you have Beltane Festival, and this is kind of interesting too, but another article by Schneider, so the Temple of Baal in New York is just going up right before the Baal's biggest day of the year, is it just a coincidence that reproductions of the 48-foot-tall arts that stood in front of the Temple of Baal in Syria are going to be put up in Times Square in New York City and Trafalgar Square in London exactly 13 days before Baal's biggest day of the year? In the occult world, 13 is the number of rebellion, and these arches are going to be put up on display 13 days prior to a major occult holiday of Beltane on May the 1st. In addition, he goes on that. He says, Beltane is the second most important Sabbath in the witch's calendar after Samhain. Again, it is the inner calorie day when the veil between the worlds of the living and the dead is the thinnest. So all of these things bring in these frequencies for these horrible, horrible entities. Look at April 19th. April 19th, 1904, we had the Great Fire of Toronto. April 18th, the San Francisco Earthquake Fire. April 19th. April 20th, 1985, the ATF raid, raid on the Covenant, the sword, and the arm of the Lord compound in northern Arkansas. April 19th, 43, a bunch of Jewish resistance fighters were being killed. April 19th, 1993, 50 years after 1943, Warsaw to this day, troops moved in and stormed the thing of David Koresh. April 19th, 1993, it was David Koresh. April 19th, 1995, same day, Oklahoma City bombing. April 20th, Columbine High School massacre. April 19th, the Joseph Alos Ratzinger elected as Pope Benedict. April the 20th, Johnson Space Center shooting. April 19th, in Canada, over 400 bales of straw were caught on fire. April 19th, Iceland's volcanic ashes. April the 20th, the birthday of Adolf Hitler. This list goes on and on and on. These guys are obsessed with numbers. And think about it this way. Janis Joplin, she suddenly died when she was 27 years old. Jimi Hendrix died when he was 27 years old. Jim Morris from The Doors died when he was 27 years old. I mean, these guys are obsessed with all of this stuff. And, and April 19th, the Temple of Baal in New York is going up, and I believe that's the same day that they're saying now that China is going to be announcing a new reserve currency. We'll see if they do that or not. And what's interesting, so when you start looking at all of this stuff and you start realizing all these satanic festivals that go on on a regular basis, you start to realize very quickly that there's some crazy things, and these guys run by the numbers. These are numerologists, Kabbalists. They're wizards is what they are. And they do this on a regular basis because they want to try to control the attention field or the energy field around the planet. We've talked about that in detail on the holographic universe discussions that we've had. In addition to that, we need to realize that when you start looking at these conspiracy theories, you start seeing a lot of 
patterns inside of the theories. Now, there's several books you need to read. Get Doug Hagman, Stained by Blood, super important. Russ Dizdar, Joe just mentioned him, The Black Awakening. Uh, William Guy Carr, Pawns in the Game, super important book. Also, Stan Monteith, Brotherhood of Evil. Now, if you just get these books alone and you read them, you'll have a much better understanding of everything I'm talking about. Also, William Ramsey, the author of Prophet of Evil, Aleister Crowley, 9-11, and the New World Order. Also, Michael Hoffman, an author of Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare, which is an incredibly good book. And the book that I'm using as a reference text tonight with several of these comments that I'm bringing up is the most dangerous book in the world, according to the title. That's what it's called, The Most Dangerous Book in the World, 9-11 as a Mass Ritual by S.K. Bain. So let's just look at what's going on and what happened with this. Uh, we had such a huge response when we did this on, on uh, Dave's show a few weeks ago, and I want to kind of go over it with you guys tonight. And then I got a boatload of other stories that we've got to cover because we're already, gosh, we're already more than halfway done with almost more than halfway done with the show already. Basically, what this is is a reconstructed occult script. That's what all of 9/11 was. It was a it was a global mega ritual. And it was painstakingly reconstructed a cult strip for the event contained all of this information that we're going to talk about tonight. They literally could have won an Academy Award for what they did and how it happened. Remember, Flight 11 and United Flight Airlines Flight 175, respectively, were the two flights that went into the trade towers. There were those, however, to whom these numbers and the ancient symbols represented by the Twin Towers, which is 1-1, which is 11, meant much, much more, who were waiting, watching, and applauding at the grim script. I'm reading right now from S.K. Bain's book from Quotes. Independent research and conspiracy theorists would later question whether or not these flights were even scheduled on 9-11 or if they were remote control, but that's not the point of this night. An occult script is called a grimoire. A grimoire is a book of black magic. And 9-11 apparently was the largest occult ritual in history, which was globally televised, and it was a hideous act of ceremonial magic. The pillars of Hermes were huge columns that were pre-flood. And then also the two pillars of Freemasonry. Remember, this, this is also talking about the two pillars of 9-11. The two pillars of Freemasonry were also basically our sacrificial altars. And remember, the, the Twin Towers not only represent the pillars of Hermes, but also evoke the Freemasons of Joaquin and Boaz. Beyond what they represented, however, is that the towers became, on a 9-11, altars. Massive sacrificial altars when all of these people were killed you know, in one basically giant satanic sacrifice. The number 11 itself is a magic number in itself. And here's, here's why. The person, Aleister Crowley, in his best-known writing entitled The Book of the Law, Crowley states, my number is 11 as all their numbers who are of us. Crowley used the spelling of magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, to distinguish ceremonial magic from ordinary sleight of hand. He was known as the wickedest man in the world. The twin towers in the space between them represented the gateway, and their destruction signified the rending of the barrier between the worlds, the symbolic tearing of the veil of Isis. And that's what this whole thing started off as, as a giant sacrifice. Now, let's look at this guy. This author breaks this down really nice. And he goes, the two towers, the two planes, at first bearing the number of magic itself, which is American Airlines 11, signaling the commencement of the ritual in the second plane. There are three main methods of invoking any deity. The first method consists of devotion to the deity, and a perfect instruction exists in Alistair's Crowley, Lieber 175. 
Now, that's the name of this. That was a number on the second airplane. It was 175. This is a ceremonial invocation, the act of invoking or calling upon a deity or your spirit for aid, protection, inspiration, or the like. Flight 11 consecrated with a number of magic and declaring the commencement of a magical operation. Flight 175 invoking Libra 175 stating the intent and purpose of the operation, invoking and uniting with a particular deity. The 11 marks the commencement. The 175 states the entire ceremony is an act of devotion, unity, and vocation. And very soon we learn to whom the orchestrators of 9-11 Mitchell sought to bind. And it's basically Lucifer. Now you go back to George Bush. He's reading a book about the pet goat. Now here's an article. Here's, an, here's a quote from Michael Hoffman, uh, his book, Great Societies and Psychological Warfare. He says, in the end, what we have is a highly symbolic, ritual working broadcast of millions of people a satanic inversion, a black mass where the pews are filled by the entire world and country through which humanity is being brutalized and debased. Get your own goat. Remember, the book that George Bush was reading of on the pet goat was talking about a goat who came to defend the the bad person who was basically a tyrant and the goat basically represents Lucifer, and the bad person represents our God. The goat of Beth, the goat of Mendes or Baphomet is a goat-headed deity being formed both male and female, which represents, of course, we know Lucifer. And what this is, this book that with the pet goat is a child, like a child's guide to the Luciferian doctrine. It tells a story of what's going on with the father, who's an overbearing, hyper-authoritarian, which they see that as God Almighty, and the goat, whose initial behavior is poor. And then broader context, benign, saves the day, praise the pet goat. And this is like he's reading all of this stuff to these children, and even after he gets told that a plane has hit the trade towers, he does not stop. And, this, and the author goes on to say, here's another quote, So there says Bush as a satanic high priest in the devil's paradise, which is Sarasota, that's what it's called, listening to little black children. He goes, yes, skin color does, not, does matter to the occultists. What you thought they were politically correct? Question mark. Chant out a humorous story about a pet goat which is actually a thinly veiled simplification of the Lucerne Doctrine, which feel burned to death in the North Tower as United Airlines Flight 175 slams into, slams into the South Tower. And then you have this adult boy, the guy who basically uh, is the man who, um, uh, is, 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 who's involved, who's the pilot of supposedly this flight. By, by the way, he couldn't fly anything. I don't know why this Mohammed Atta it was basically being blamed for this because I don't believe for one second that he flew this thing into the trade towers. But remember, he was in Sarasota, which is known as a... Uh, is a very big area in which the CIA, the Venice Municipal Airport, is reported a longtime base of operations for the CIA with allegations of a 60-year company drug sanction running. In fact, some investigative reporters reported that part of Florida as the terror land. Now, what happens is he flies this thing in. George Bush is reading this book. But when they started doing all the chanting at the end about what was going on with the book, George Bush never stopped the ritual. He allowed these children to finish what he was doing. So he's talking about the goat, and I believe that's the goat of Mendez that he was talking about. Now, Flight 77 strikes the Pentagon. Let's listen to this one. This is some crazy stuff. Flight 77 hits the Pentagon. Oh, by the way, let's not forget, though, that we, we've talked about this. $2.3 trillion of money disappeared from the, from the federal government through the the, the, the uh, Pentagon in the exact area that was hit in the Pentagon were the ones who were doing the research on the $2.3 trillion. Now, Flight 77 strikes the Pentagon. Listen to this, which sits on the 77th Meridian West and is 77 feet tall. I'm going to repeat that. This is another quote. 
Flight 77 strikes the Pentagon, which sits on the 77th meridian west and is 77 feet tall. Anton LaVey, founder of the Church of Satan and author of the Satanic Bible, lists the 77 infernal names of the gods and goddesses. This number 77 is also Masonic signal, the number of the revenge of Lamech. And so we're here, we are, here we are. Flight 77 hits the Pentagon, which is 77 feet tall, on the 77th meridian where it's located. And then it goes on to detail. The, the Pentagon is a five-pointed, basically a five-pointed star, which is basically a pentagram, which is, an, in a, you know, which is a satanic symbol to demons and devil himself. And here's the one I've read. This one is really interesting. Theodore Olson, who served as the United States solicitor under George W. Bush from July 2001 to 2004. Previously, Olson had successfully represented then-presidential candidate George Bush in a Supreme Court case, Bush versus Gore, Okay, the same guy who gave George Bush the election. As fate would have it, Mr. Olson was born September the 11th, <laughs> 1940. And as fate would also have it, Olson's third wife, Barbara, just happened to be a passenger on the hijacked American Flight 77, which on September the 11th, 2001, crashed into the Pentagon, which we know it did not, for which the groundbreaking for the groundbreaking of the Pentagon was September the 11th, 1941. I mean, are you kidding me? There's too much coincidences here. The, the chances of all of these numbers lining up like this. Remember, these guys are numerologists, Kabbalists. Everything's by the numbers. Everything's by the star, star chart charts. And then what's really funny, and this is crazy too, the $800 million aircraft, the E-4B, the advanced communications platform that was flying around in the air that day, its call letter was Venus 77. Now, that's another the 77. plane? Can you guys can you hear me okay, Joe? Yeah, are you talking about the doomsday plane? Yes, no, 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 no. The, the, yes, that, that, that plane, yes, that's exactly right. I'm sorry, Joe, I couldn't hear you. I moved my headset. And, and so it was basically, it was, it was flying in the skies. Its call number, which was released under the Freedom of Information Act, was Venus 77. So another, remember, the, the Pentagon's 77 feet tall. It was built in, it was started back in, it was, the original groundbreaking happened in, in, you know, on 9-11. It gets destroyed on 9-11. I mean, all of this crazy stuff, all of it, can, it can't end. And then you got the House of Death, the Pentagon is a five-sided building with five concentric rings, five above ground floors, and a five-acre central plaza. So you got five, five, five. The number five symbolizes the five points of the pentagram and all that it connotes, death in particular. So this thing just goes on and on. This is an excellent book. Everybody needs to get a copy of it. The most dangerous book in the world. And I'm, I'm only reading a, a couple of sentences out of this book. This book is like 400 pages long. I mean, it's, it's an incredible book. Everybody needs to get it. And then, then, then when you go a little bit further on it, it talks about Michael Hoffman. is a former reporter for the New York Bureau of Associated Press. And the first edition of his Secret Society of Psychological Warfare was published in 1989, well before 9-11. And he's talking about what's going to happen with 9-11, and he almost lays it out in detail. In fact, <laughs> he, he goes into detail about clockwork, about how this thing's being done, and how in the study, here's a quote from Hoffman, he goes, In the study of mind control and psychological warfare, it is not enough to simply review the latest technology of coercion, the most recent gadgetry and techno-junk littering the hardware and supply depots of government and cults. Far more dangerous than these appliances is the praxis behind them, the underground current which informs the modern project and the modern era. For life in our modern era is a little more than life in an open air, listen to this, an open air, is what you said, Joe, in an open air mind control laboratory where a form of human alchemy has emerged to transform the mass of targeted precipitants, us, 
targeted merely by the virtue of their being urban dwellers plugged into this electronic and digital pageantry of the establishment system of things. I mean, wow, an open-air laboratory where there's a form of human alchemy is taking place. That's exactly what you said, Joe. And see, well, we're that's reading from the same book. <laughs> oh, did you, did you the same book? You have the same book. You have the same book. I got it right in front of me. Yeah. Well, there you go. So we're the, so that's the, so that's that's what he was talking about on this. And so we and again, I didn't know we were we were going to be even discussing this tonight, Joe. We talked about it after the show got started. But the thing about it is, is nine eleven was an alchemy. Nine eleven human sacrifice. And if I, if I were you guys, I'd bring this S.K. Bain on and let him talk about this book in detail. And maybe he can do a little bit more better job than I can about it is. And then in the flight 93, this is the one, this is the one, this is a greeting to the Thelemites worldwide. And it wouldn't surprise the reader at this stage in the reconstruction of the script to learn 93 is another important number. A 93 is what the Thelemites, these people who followed Crowley, these Satanists, greeted each other with. And so it goes into detail with all of this stuff. And then it goes into, you know, Giuliani's sky bunker and what happened with that. Solomon's Temple Building 7, which was completed in 1987, and it was right outside of the, there was a Solomon Building, and it was, it was Building 7. And it goes into detail on that, and then, and they talk about the 48 problem of the Euclid, and it's all, it's all a big mind thing that they're doing, and a big psychops that they put together for 9-11 as a giant human sacrifice ceremony to, to Baphomet, to Lucifer, to, un, to basically bring honor and glory to their God. And remember, Joe, when they actually saw the picture, now whether it was photoshopped, I don't know, of the smoke that was coming off the towers, and one of these newscasters had frozen one of the frames, and there was a giant satanic head in the smoke. Do you remember that picture? Yep, yep, it looked like a big devil. And, you know, here's the thing. Was it photoshopped? I don't think it was. I think that really happened. If you go back to the videos, you can can see it form and, and... and dissolve uh, from different networks and all the videos from 9-11 from ABC, NBC, Fox all that live coverage is, is available on archive uh, on different uh, websites for people to download but, but remember everything's a frequency and when they're putting all of this incredibly satanic heavy duty frequency into the atmosphere it's creating all of these scalar waves which are recreating and causing these entities to come into existence this thing was a giant occult sacrifice to Lucifer, is what it was. And when I read this book, I thought, wow, this guy has really, really put some research into this thing, and he has really, really made a lot of sense out of this. And quite frankly, it's one of the best books that I've ever read on this occult significance of what happened with these guys. What else do you want to say about this, Joe? Because I know you've got the same book they're sitting in front of you. Well, yeah, I mean, this book is uh, a book that I've, I've looked at I haven't read through the whole thing but it deals with a lot of, of interesting topics but and especially the pre-Columbian America which is something I'm deeply researching right now but the uh, this book that definitely spells out not only what's happened in the past but what is going to happen through the uh, their writings and the uh, claims from the Masons and the Satanic elite themselves that they're going to transform. I mean, even from Plato's Republic, it's quoted as uh, how they're going to do this, how they're going to bring about this ultimate utopia through giving people freedoms and, and which would bring humans to the, the most uh, morally bankrupt state being fallen in their own nature. And uh, then at that point, they were 
pretty much uh, up for the up for the taking. I mean, this is a war for souls. If people need to understand that, this is not just a human war for flesh. There is a battle going on for your soul. Amen. And you know something, Ted? The um, the events of nine eleven, and and I'll just remind people again. I had the I don't know if it, I guess it was the opportunity to, uh, to to get a behind the scenes tour, behind the police tape tour, shortly after uh, the event in Lower Manhattan. Um, to, to see, it, 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 it was just so incredible. I mean, I can't even words can't even describe. Um, and, and you look around and you see women and young people, tears in their eyes, putting up pictures of their loved ones, you know, wondering what would happen to them. But but I would just urge everyone to, to really understand that 9-11 is just one event and a sequence of events, you know, um, and it's gonna, there will be more ritualistic sacrifices like this. I don't want to take your time up, but, but, but please folks, look at this with bigger, uh, with bigger lenses. Look at this in the bigger picture of things, in the bigger scheme of things, and understand, it's so important, at least I believe, that everyone understands the occult significance behind this. It, it's, and you just did a great job of outlining some of the, uh, more salient points as it as it stands to the occult significance. Well, that's why I wanted to quote from all those different books and also from this Bain book because the reality is, Doug, is that the vast majority of the population is still clueless to this. I mean, we've got preachers who are po- preaching out of the pulpit who are on psychiatric drugs under psychiatric care telling people to have... And, and the sermon that the guy was preaching was on depression and it was probably one of the most negative sermons I've ever heard in my entire life. And I thought to myself... Is this supposed to be feeding the flock and helping the people? This guy's up on a soapbox right now talking about how bad he's doing and all of these things he's dealing with in his life. And the sad part about this is, is that this is commonplace in the pulpits today. Because once you get, see, and, and this is something that's interesting. And I, I don't know if I talked about this last month on y'all's show or not. And it's something that John Rappaport said. He said, when you can get everybody in a victim mentality, and everybody's in a me, me, me mentality, then what happens is it takes the picture away from them as far as the overall economy, the overall world, because they're only looking for themselves. They get into this super selfish mindset. And this is what happens all of the time. People get into this super selfish mindset and they stop thinking about anything but themselves. So they don't look for solutions. They're trying to see what they can get out of everything. And see, this is one of the globalist goals. If they can make everybody a victim, and everybody can get on a drug, which is 60% of the population now is, is taking prescription drugs. At the age of 60, the average American takes, I think it's 37% of the population at the age of 60 takes five or more prescription drugs a day. I mean, if they can make everybody say, well, you know, I've got a syndrome, I've got a problem, I've got to take this drug for that and this drug for that, so therefore I can excuse my actions because I'm taking these drugs because I have these conditions. Well, no, you can't. Stop taking the drugs if you could get your doctor to pull you off of them. Find a natural alternative if there exists one, and then use a titrating dosage to come back off, but don't come off prescription medication without your doctor. Now, the one thing you can't come off of is if you're an adult, if you're a juvenile diabetic, you cannot come off of insulin. It's simply there's no way to fix that yet. So don't even try to do that. The adult onset diabetes is pretty easy to correct, but not the juvenile diabetes. Ted, hold that thought. We're up against the top of the hour break. We'll be right back with this, uh, this content rich show uh we're covering a whole bunch of subjects and issues tonight and we'll be right back with our third and final hour with dr ted brewer his website healthmasters.com we'll be right back 
This is the Global Star Radio. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood, a murder investigation based upon a true story by private investigator Douglas J. Hagman. Using the character Mark Stiles, Hagman takes you on a journey behind the scenes where the homicide becomes a secondary to an underworld of satanic ritual abuse, child abduction, and even mind-controlled experimentation. A world dismissed as conspiracy by those who want to keep its secrets hidden. Exposing the dangers, denials, and deceptions. For five years, a brutal killer remained on the loose, free to kill again. As Mark struggles to navigate the maze of bizarre twists and untangle a web of deeply hidden secrets kept by some of the most powerful and influential people in his community and beyond. You may never look at your city, town, or its people the same way ever again. Stained by Blood. Order your copy of this engaging novel today at HagmanandHagman.com and click on the link. Stained by Blood. Folks, to this edition of the Hagman and Hagman Reporter special guest tonight, Dr. Ted Brower, his website, healthmasters.com. His special tonight, folks, order anything from healthmasters.com, nutritional supplements, water distiller. What a fantastic product. Anything from healthmasters.com. And insert the promo code DUGBOOK. And what will happen is you will receive with your order. Dr. Ted Brower's fantastic book, Breakthrough Health. I mean, I, Breakthrough Health is just one of my favorite books about health. It answers so many questions. It's right to the point. It contains a lot of facts. Breakthrough Health by Dr. Ted Brower. Visit healthmasters.com. The cube, or the uh, promo code is Doug Book. And, uh, there, there you have it. I mean, it's well worth the order. I'll tell you that. And, and you know what? Um, I believe this. Uh, of all of the nutritional supplement companies out there, folks, if you look at the videos associated with uh, Dr. Brower and Health Masters, watch the videos that are out there that show the, the uh, making process, the creation process, production process, I guess is what you call it, um, of, of his uh, the laboratory and the standards to which they adhere. You will not find anything better than healthmasters.com. Now, I want to clear something up because before the break, Joe had mentioned he was referencing the same book as Dr. Ted Brower. Dr. Ted Brower is citing from the most dangerous book in the world, 9-11 as a Mass Ritual. The author on that is S.K. Bain. A contributor is also Peter Lavenda, who we've had on our show. Well, Joe was uh, mentioning he had the same book in front of him. Mistake on that. Uh, Joe is referencing Secret Societies and Psychological Warfare from uh, Michael A. Hoffman II. But nonetheless, they had similar or the same quotes and the same citations in some of the material. But what uh, Dr. Brower was referencing, most dangerous book in the world, 9-11 is a mass ritual. Folks, um, yeah, 
If you want to know, if you want the inside story on that, there you go. Uh, the, that book and others. But uh, well, well, Hoffman's Hoff, Hoff quote was about that we were in an open air control laboratory where there you go. human alchemy has emerged. He also wrote the other book that Joe was reading out of, and it had the same quote in it. So yes, because I was quoting it correctly, it was in Joe's book also. But the book that I'm referring to tonight. And I'm done with that now. Is the most dangerous book in the world. 9/11 as a mass ritual by S.K. Bain, which I highly recommend. That's what I always try to do, Doug. When I went on your show, you know, I've got so much original content. But every once in a while, when I quote heavily from somebody else's stuff, I always like giving them credit for it because I like it when people do that for me too. Instead of just reading my stuff, because it makes it more, it, it makes it more believable. Quite frankly, that you know, I'm not just writing all the stuff myself because I'm not. I can't. I can't physically do all of this stuff. My main expertise is in, you know, in health and fitness and nutrition. And that's what I've been doing for 35 years. That I've been reading all of these other books and all these other comments and all these other books for the past 20 years. That's why I know so much about these other fields, plus being trained in physics and calculus and all these other things that I know. And, you know, and, you know, and all these different chemistry things that I do. I understand a lot of this other stuff they're doing, especially with the mind control technology and the techniques that they're using to do that from a physics standpoint. That's why I love talking about this stuff because the vast majority of the people have had no physics training. Plus, the vast majority of the people who talk about this stuff, Doug, they can't articulate it in a way that makes anybody understand it. That's the biggest problem. With all of this stuff, it becomes so technical. And so, what I always try to do is, I kind of like say, okay, here's what happens, and here's what it really does, and this is what it means. And that way, I kind of sometimes give you, this is what it does, this is what it means, and I don't go into the physics or the actual technical aspect because nobody cares. They just want to know how it works and if they can stop it. Here's another right. interesting article it's, uh, from Tyler Durden again. I love his stuff. And he goes, Top German journalist. Top actually admits that the mainstream media is completely and totally fake, that we all lie for the CIA. And his name is Dr. Ulfakat. And he went on public television stating that he was forced to publish the works of intelligent agents under his own name, also adding that noncompliance with these orders would result in him losing his job. He came on Russia Today and told the truth about the propaganda that's being shoved through all of the people in Germany as a mind-controlled initiative from the CIA. And, and kudos off to this guy. I'm sure he got into trouble for doing this. Probably got fired. Probably will never work again in mainstream media. But the truth of the matter is we all need to know this is what they're doing, Doug. What do you think about this guy coming forward and saying that? <laughs> Verification of something we already knew. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go back in history, and folks, Jack Anderson, um, very well-known commentator, political commentator, Washington merry-go-round, I believe he um, was syndicated columnist. But um, interesting how the entirety of our media is really um, CIA, uh, CIA controlled. In Lou Grant, there was this uh, as as progressive far to the left as you can get ed asner starred in a 1980s um a drama television drama weekly drama it was on for i don't know two years maybe called uh lou grant i think it was um about a newspaper and in one of the episodes i think it was like season one episode two they had a cia plant in the Newspaper, and the bottom line is every newspaper, every media outlet back then had somebody or was under the control of the CIA. Now, even though that was fiction, it was predictive programming. 
but uh, yeah, it's all it's all and and it's all admitted now. So there you have it. And remember the CIA back in the seventies; they were using the uh, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the remote programming and teaching people how to leave their bodies and astral projection and all the stuff they were doing. And then when they came under scrutiny for that, they kind of gave up on that, so to speak. You know, from a telling people about it, and they actually brought witches into the CIA to perform black magic and seances because this is what they were taught by the Germans, who are the Nazis, who were doing the same type of research into these different dimensional entities to get all this information for these advanced weapons and the technology that they were using in World War II. And Russ Dizdar talks about this in detail in his book, The Black Awakening. And see, we need to be aware of all of the stuff that's going on because the truth of the matter is, Doug, you know, we need to understand why people act certain ways and why people are being attacked. I mean, for instance, the pastor that I was talking about earlier, he's got a huge church, you know, TV evangelist, and he may be getting attacked with mind-control frequency weapons, which could be making him suicidally depressed. That's the truth. Because, I mean, I remember a few years ago, he did a big show on, on, on he, did a, he did a big TV expose on the Muslims and who they were and what they really believed in. And so he's never done that again. So maybe he's created too many rifts and, I mean, and plus, also remember something, guys. Just just look at Southern Baptists for a second. There's like there's, there's thousands of Southern Baptist preachers in the South who are involved in Masonic lodges. I mean, in the Masonic lodges, when you get to the hierarchies, when, you know, the younger the, when the guys first get in there, they have no idea what it is. And most of the low initiates, they have no idea what any of this is. But when you start getting up to the 33 degree Masons, they know what they're in, and they know exactly what they're doing. And so the sad part about this is a lot of these TV evangelists and a lot of these head pastors are involved with the Masonic lodges, and they're all involved with this stuff. And so a lot of them learn to keep secrets and to shut up and do what they're told, and it's really kind of sad. And see, I just think that all these people need to be exposed for who and what they are. And again, I personally believe this. If a person is under psychiatric care, if he's under the under care of a psychiatrist, and he's taking psychiatric drugs, and he can't deal with his own issues, he really, really does not need to be in the pulpit, Doug, telling other people how to confront their own issues from a spiritual standpoint or through the power and through the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe that with all my heart. That's just I was how I feel. Joe. Yeah. What do you, what do you, but, but let's go ahead. Let's, we, we can keep going. I got yeah. so many. I got so many Here's the. And I want to. I want to cover some of these general stories real quick. I want to jump back on a few of the nutrition stuff things real quick. And another thing about the heart. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that we pull up on the heart here. Again, you, everybody loves the heart stuff when I talk about. It. I get so many emails about that, about the frequency and the energy wave it puts out. The UN's plan to halt population growth by turning nature against us. Interesting article, and it goes into detail about what we were doing. How we, you know, they're telling us we don't have enough food, we don't have enough water, and they're telling us that basically we need, you know, the honeybees are supposed to be dying, and all of this stuff. And so they're actually turning this planet against us, and the reason they're doing it is through the IMF, through the, through the radiation, through the frequencies, and through the chemicals they're pouring into the, uh, into the water, into the food. Another interesting article by Schneider, he goes, ISIS sex slaves reveal the true horror of what's going on in the Middle East. He says there's tens of thousands, millions of women that have been sold into sex slavery in the Middle East who are some, sometimes they're just given away or they're sold for a set or for a telephone or whatever as, as house slaves or whatever. The average, uh, you know, teen sex centers in the U.S. sex trade is 12 to 14 years old in the United States. Many victims are runaway girls who are sexually abused as children. 
California harbors three of the FBI's 13 highest child sex trafficking areas in the nation, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and San Diego. And Ted Gunnerson talked about that in Los Angeles as a satanic network. He talked about it in detail. Globally, the average cost of a slave is $90 if you want to buy another human. Traffically, primarily involves exploitation, which comes in many forms, primarily sex. According to some estimates, approximately 80% involves sexual exploitations and 90% for labor, 19%. There are, again, 20 to 30 million slaves in the world today. I mean, this is right now. According to the U.S. State Department, 600,000, 800,000 people are trafficked across international borders every year. 80% are females. And see, this sex slave business, you know, you see it on TV every once in a while, but nobody wants to talk about this. That's why I tell my family, you know, I tell my girls, you know, when we go into public and we're in a mall and, and you guys are still young, uh, you got to hang on to me. I mean, I'll put a, I'll put a dog on rope on you if I have to and tie it around your waist because these kids are getting abducted, Doug, and you know this as a private investigator, left and right, all over the country, some 800,000 children a year go missing in the United States, and now we find out there's 20 to 30 million slaves, 80% of which are sex slaves, that are being sold for an average cost of $90 globally. I mean, this is almost impossible to believe, Doug, but what do you think about these statistics that Mike came up with? And, and uh, Well, I can, I can verify that. Um... Frankly, that's what my book uh, references, at least at its periphery, is the um, uh, abduction and slave market, but the satanic ritual abuse of those children and others who have gone missing. You know, you know what? I, I had no clue back in 1987 um, when I was working the murder case of my uncle. It, it was introduced to me. It, through a parallel investigation. I had no idea. So... Um, once, I, I guess I said all that to say this. Once I understood exactly what was going on, um, subsequent to 9-11, I, I took a, a much harder look after, of course, the 1987 investigation I conducted. And the bottom line is, yeah, and, and I think these are underreported. The numbers are underreported, and the the FBI refuse refuses to acknowledge or even publish the statistics on SRA victims, SRA abuse. And by the way, let me circle back around and say this. Uh, for those people who have heard, you know, the testimony of, of individuals, children especially, with uh, repressed memories and having a whole bunch of people, uh, th- think Franklin's, Franklin's scandal, Franklin cover-up, um, to, to, ha- to have people say, well, they were just uh, uh, false memories being made up through uh, uh, hypno-regression. I will say this. That is, that, that, that's a lie. And, and that's a damn lie. That's a lie straight from the, the, the pits of hell because, frankly, um, they, the, the FBI and the government, they traffic in, in humans and they do not want people to know how vast this is. So that's what I think about that. You know, Doug, it's really kind of sad because, you know, these kids, they don't have a choice in this. You know, they get abducted out of schools. And, you know, and the Department of Family Services is one of the breeding grounds for these kids getting abducted. They get sucked into that quagmire of, of, of bureaucracy, and they're never seen again by their parents. And then when they try to find them, they find out they've been abducted or they fled away, and they're gone. And they never see these families, these children again. I mean, think about it. 800,000 kids a year disappear. Where are all these stories in the newspaper saying these kids were found? 
I mean, where are they? I don't see the stories. And, and you know, and the sad part about it is every once in a while you'll hear about it. Some kid was abducted 40 years ago and they show back up when they're 50 years old and all of a sudden they say they're here. I mean, but the sad part is that a lot of these kids are never coming back. A lot of them are ritually abused and then they're sacrificed. I remember right. I was, I was talking to, uh, oh gosh, I was talking to uh, one of the counselors at one of these crisis centers and she said that she was listening to one of the TV evangelists who was talking, a woman who was talking about these, these women who were sexually abused. And let, me, let me kind of give you the story because it's pretty awful. And she said that what happens, she warns her girls all the time in these crisis centers to be careful when they leave the crisis center not to get sucked into the sex slave trade business. And here's the story she told me, and it, it's kind of crazy, but I believe her. She said there was a young lady, she was like 20, 21 years old, eight, I think 18 years old, and she'd been dating this guy for a couple of months. And they were meeting for a cup of coffee, like at Starbucks or a coffee shop or whatever. And she went to the bathroom, left her coffee unattended, came back, and he slipped something into the coffee. And then she knew the guy, been known him for months. And then suddenly she finds herself tied spread eagle to the post of a bed with about 20 guys lined up to have sex with her. And she cannot believe this is happening. Finally, they get her addicted to drugs. And pretty soon, she's so addicted to the drugs that she's having the sex because she needs the drugs. And finally, they've got her on the street. And after just you know four or five years, of course, she's wore out. Now she's looking bad. So they sell her again to a group of guys who bring her to a warehouse. They stake her to a floor. They cover her with lighter fluid, and they burn her. True story. Burn her. And then what happens is she's, then they take her body and they think she's dead. And they throw her into a dumpster. And then they, next morning, the garbage truck comes up to pick up the dumpster, runs into it like they do with the forks, jars it. She's awake, wakes her up. She screams in agony and pain so loud that the dump truck driver, dump, he actually heard her and he stops, looks inside the dumpster, sees her in there. They call an ambulance. She's got burns over 90% of her body. They send her to the hospital, and by the grace of God, she lives. And she was actually on this TV evangelist's talk show talking about this and what happened to her in this sex trade business. This is how bad it is, and this is the bottom line of what happens to these people in many cases, Doug. And the sad part about it is this is about satanic ritual abuse. This is about degrading women. And see, the Democrats know this is going on. They won't talk about it, but they're the ones that are supposed to be for women's liberation and everything. They don't want to talk about it. The Republicans know what's going on, but both the Republicans and the Democrats are steeped into this stuff as far as with their pedophilia and what they're doing in Washington, D.C., so nobody else wants to talk about it. Somebody asked me yesterday, they said, do you think that uh, Hillary Clinton's going to be indicted by the FBI? I said, absolutely not, and if she is, she'll be immediately pardoned by, by, by Obama. And, I, and they said, well, why would you think that? I said, well, because, number one, Obama probably told her to do what she did. And she knows that if she goes to court, she's going to drag Obama into the middle of it, along with a whole bunch of other people in the administration. The Gang of Eight, too. I That's mean, right. That's this right. is a bipartisan uh, criminal That's cabal. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So if you think there's a, there's a natch breath of difference between the Republicans and the Democrat of the hierarchy, you're dreaming. These boys were put into power by the Rothschild banking cartel, the Vatican Church, the, 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 the Catholic Church of the hierarchy of the Vatican, the, uh, the, the, Roth, the, uh, the Bank of England, the Masonic Lodges, the CIA, they're all tied together at the hip through the banking institutions, and they're all involved in the satanic hierarchy globally. And that's why the United Nations runs the children for the pedophiles, 
It just goes on and on and on. I could tell you multiple preachers that are international preachers that have been busted, and some of them have been defrocked and they're no longer on the radio or TV, who are pedophiles. And it goes on and on and on and on. And the sad part about all of this is that the majority of the Christians don't want to hear anything. It's almost as if they've been affected with Stockholm Syndrome. Now, Stockholm Syndrome is, of course, when somebody gets, somebody gets kidnapped and they're with somebody long enough that they start to understand the way the kidnappers think and they start to relate to the kidnappers. And they become like part of the kidnapping team. We saw that with Patty Hearst back in the 60s. And what ends up happening is they, they get reprogrammed. It's Stockholm Syndrome. That's why a lot of people who are in abusive relationships stay in the abusive relationship because they think it's okay and that's normal. That's the way they're supposed to be in. That's one of the reasons that children who are raised in abusive relationships sometimes have a tendency to be abusive parents. It's just the whole system of how the mind is programmed. And now we're learning about lily waves tonight and about electrical current being run through the house carrying lily waves and how the doggone power lines into your house can feed a frequency into your house and change your mood along with the Wi-Fi, along with the Gwen Towers, along with the, you know, the cell phones, along with all of this stuff. And guys, I'm telling you, all of this stuff is real. It's real. It's just physics is what it is. It's not some kind of witchcraft thing going on with us. Now, they will evoke these spirits like this demon that popped out of 9-11 when thousands of people died and were burned to death between the pillars of Hermes with 9-11. They'll do all that. And we see the giant cloud of Satan come up. Well, what do we expect to have come up after what I read to you, what I read to you tonight? This is what they do. These are the numerologist, Kabbalist wizards. These are the, the Khazarians. These are the people that were the snake worshippers. These are the people that worship Lucifer. That's who these people are. They're really bad news. And they even brought all of these other groups in with them now that I just listed to bring this controlling force on humanity, including the glyphosate, which is we know it poisons everything it gets a hold of, uh, you know, including the, uh, the Roundup. All the other things that are out there. I mean, this is the, you know, the, the, this is the glyphosate around being the same thing. The GMO foods. All of these things are designed to debilitate both the mind and the spirit to bring us under their subjection, to bring us back into like a debtor's prison, to put us in an electronic prison, so to speak, with what they can do with our minds and our brains. I know I have friends of mine who live in a very heavy Wi-Fi area or Wi-Fi in their house. And they have all kinds of health problems all the time. See, those people need to realize, and their family needs to realize, you gotta turn those routers off at night, and if you don't, you gotta pick up one of those, those mesh Faraday cages, and you gotta sleep underneath that, just to get your body out of that stuff for 10 or 12 hours a night, if that makes sense, Doug. Yeah, of course. You've spoken much about the uh, wireless networks quite, quite a bit. And I do see this as as being a, a increasingly dire problem. Um, you know, I, I don't want to go over what we've already gone over, but I would urge everyone to listen to Doctor Brewer when he says, you know, when he tells us to turn off our our Wi-Fi at night. Um, there, in fact, there are a lot of good reasons for that, including security. Uh, you know, internet security as well, but health primarily. And, and uh, yeah, and we've noticed. Um, I, I don't know how, how to describe it, but we've noticed it's almost like white noise um, with the uh, with the wireless networks, and it causes mental confusion at times. Well, it affects the pineal gland. Remember, the pineal yeah. gland doesn't see it as white noise; it sees it as sunlight. 
that's okay. how, that, that, because it yeah. goes right through the brain, right into the brain, into the pineal gland. And so, you know, instead of the optic nerve carrying it in, the, it goes right into the pineal gland through the cranial, through, through the cranium. And because it, it, it transmits through things, it goes through walls, it goes through your skull. And so the, the pineal gland sees all this energy coming in, it's thinking it's been hit by the sunlight. And so it stops producing melatonin. And so you get cranky, you don't go, you don't have enough REM sleep, you have all of this stuff. Uh, and let's go back to glyphosate, to, to a glyphosate again. Uh, the European Union Committee now has voted against the renewal of glyphosate herbicide. And that's something. They're citing that it's carcinogenic and it's an endocrine disruptor. And then the article goes on to say that Monsanto may be in trouble in Europe after months of controversy. They're pulling glyphosate throughout the entire continent of Europe. We'll see if they get away with that. Uh, France has completely, has approved the ban completely the bee killing pesticides that are destroying bee populations all over the planet. Monsanto, on the other hand, the profits have dropped another 25% as farmers are starting to go organic, Doug. Farmers are finally beginning to realize that the yield they were promised by using this glyphosate and these GMO foods and, and seeds are not what they were told they were going to be. Because remember what these guys did, what Monsanto did, they put terminator genes inside of the, inside of the seeds. So they can only produce one crop. If you try to replant the seeds from the plant, they were sterile. And so you had to every single year rebuy your seed from Monsanto. And now they're learning that if you use organic seeds, you can save that big cost of having to buy seeds because the seeds that you plant will regrow. And so a lot of them are using it. The problem they're running into now is their soil is so soaked with aluminum because of the chemtrails and so soaked with glyphosate that a lot of stuff won't grow in it anymore because all the soil organisms have been killed. Remember, a few minutes ago I was talking about the Pacific Ocean had been destroyed. Let me read you some quotes real quick. Russell Hopcroft from the University of Alaska Fairbanks says, We've had a number of unusual mortality events in the system where some of the great whales were actually washing up or floating around dead. This is a huge signal, and we're talking about dozens of whales. This is very atypical. Julie Keister from the University of Washington says, Unprecedented, more, unprecedented mass mortality event, 100,000 dead caseins auklet, which is a seabird. They said they can't, they've never seen this before. Massive die-offs. The reason they're dying, they're, there's no food left. All the, all the stuff in the, in the system's dying. William Steideman, Fairland Institute, senior scientist, says, what we are trying to understand, the death in the world, the death and bird die-offs are going on and they're extremely severe. There are a number of big things that have gone on, but at least to me, the whale and bird die-offs that we've seen in the upper tropic levels are really a big story. They're ongoing, in, particularly in Alaska, and they're horrible. Melissa Carter, Scripps Institute of Oceanography, says, what I want to show here, and again, one of the things that we've talked about today is how different the system has been throughout California, Baja, all the way up to Alaska. The surface chlorophyll, we have seen a major decrease. We've seen a decrease in phytoplankton concentration starting in November 2013. This is about the time the radiation water got to them. The samples were coming in, reports that were coming from California, that we weren't seeing anything. It was a really striking. All of a sudden, we have diversity, and we have nothing. We have nothing in the water. So this is what's going on in the Pacific. We were actually, the Pacific Ocean is pretty much dead now because of Fukushima, which has been done intentionally. I think they've pretty much decided that the upper <laughs> part of the planet above the equator, they're not going to, the upper hemisphere, they're not going to worry about it anymore. It's going to pretty much wipe us out and they don't really care about it again. And here's another article, uh, CIA, now I don't have a, an author on this one. It says the CIA, FEMA, and the Department of Homeland Security retirees are going into hiding. And it says, interesting that, you know, what's happening is that they're building these underground bunkers 
and they're bugging out at even greater numbers than they have ever before. And it's almost like, why are they doing this? And when they start talking to these people, they don't want to talk about it because they're all coming from these alphabet agencies. And there are a lot of them are relocating up into the Missouri Ozarks. And we talked about this with John Moore today because they're just trying to get to high ground in the areas, I guess, where they can build caverns underneath their houses or whatever they're doing. So I don't know. What do you think about this, Doug? you think it's the EMF they're going to dump on us, this wavelength that we're talking about tonight? you think it's the economic collapse? We know that, that there's a planet in the outer Oort cloud by Pluto now, but that's certain, that won't be here for a long, long time. What's going on with all this about these underground bunker complexes? You know, Dave Hodges and I were speaking both on and off air about this, and um uh, I, frankly, I don't know, but but l- look at the uh, the divide. L- l- look at the current environment in which we live. I don't think the United States, and I would say the vast majority of the West, I don't think we've been more divided in uh, on issues by race and, and uh, any other number of issues than ever than than in modern history. I mean. So I, here's what I'm looking at, and, and I think that we've turned a corner, and I don't know exactly what the timetable is, but I, I can see that uh, uh, the anger is heating up. And I can see where the rift uh, among families, among neighborhoods, communities is heating up. So I, I can see civil disturbances, civil ri- riots uh, taking place, especially around and subsequent to the uh, Democratic and Republican conventions. That's so going to make 68 look like a picnic. That's my thinking. Now, it could. I hope it doesn't happen, but it certainly looks that way. So with all of the, you know, because, and this really gets gets to me, uh, Ted. I mean, think about Jade Helm, that, 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 that military exercise. People said, well, nothing happened. Well, well wait a minute. They, they prepositioned a lot of material. That's right. Here, you know, so to say nothing happened to me, um, <clears throat> you know, you're <clears throat> uh, that to me, they're being foolish. Anyone who would say that, because you don't know that yet. Um, ostensibly, you know, it would appear that nothing, nothing, act, no action took place except a lot of movement. What about the ammunition purchases? To say nothing happened there. Well, where's that ammunition? Look at the look at the. Look, they're bringing in. Um, they're rending the fabric of our moral and cultural fa- fabric by bringing in um, refugees in quotation marks, aliens that have no intention of assimilating. Uh, they're debasing our currency. Hey, what could possibly go wrong with all of that I just mentioned? And there's more. But but the bottom line here is I think that uh, and you're seeing reports the. The uh, oh, the elite, the, the the people with money, they're fleeing to higher ground, uh, other locations, out of the country, underneath the ground, whatever it might be. So, are are we to suspect that all of this is just you know paranoia? I don't think so. That's my take. I, I don't know, Doug. I could I could have quoted you on what you just said and said it was something I just said because I agree with you. Same thing. Look at, look at Deutsche Bank. Now they were admitting to rigging gold prices and they also agreed to rigging silver prices. Now they're agreeing to expose the other some manipulators. But I've said this on my show and your show before. The truth is, as long as we allow the Rothschild banking cartel to control our money, as long as we allow them to do naked shorts on gold and silver until we run out of physical metal, they can continue to manipulate the system as long as they want. 
because they can continue to drive the pricing down with the naked short. So now a naked short means that there's no stop on it. In other words, they'll put a $20 billion buy for gold, to use an example, and it'll drive it down $150 an ounce or $200 an ounce because they'll do it in the middle of the night and the price just falls at plummets because it doesn't have a bottom. That's why it's called a naked short. It can keep going as low as it has to go, go to 100 bucks an ounce. And sooner or later, they do it right before the markets open or close to try to force the pricing down. What they're going to run into, though, is once they start running out of physical metal like they do silver right now, they're not going to be able to run naked shorts on anymore because they won't be able to do fulfillment for the people who don't want paper. They're going to want people to, they're going to want fulfillment. But now we already learned that comics no longer fills these contracts in gold or silver because they don't have sufficient amounts of money that all of us traded in paper. It's like $400 to $1 of real gold or silver that they're trading in paper. So the whole thing's just a big card game. It's a shell game is what it is. But now Deutsche Bank is actually admitting to rigging it. Here's another article. It says Swiss banker who was the whistleblower a couple of years ago and spent a couple of years in jail, Bradley Birkenfeld. He's actually the one who crushed the entire Swiss, Swiss secrecy of the banking system. He is saying that the whistleblower on the Panama Papers was the CIA, which that doesn't surprise anybody. <laughs> I mean, it's just whatever. Uh, another top official says that over 60 million Japanese have been irradiated by Fukushima. Over 60 million, Doug. Nuclear expert says 50,000 square miles of Japan is highly contaminated. Now they have wild hogs. I don't know if you read the article on this that are running all over eating the vegetation that's been contaminated and these hogs are actually radioactive and they're breeding like crazy and they don't know how to control them and so now these wild hogs are taking over everywhere which that's just sad, that would be perfect you know that not only do they have to have radiation but they got wild radioactive hogs running around eating things, I guess it just to get much worse than that Another article says that NASA has actually admitted to spraying lethal chemtrails into our atmosphere, saying that lithium is being sprayed in the Earth's ionosphere. It helps to treat people with manic depression or bipolar disorder. Okay, that's ridiculous, okay? This whole thing is, you know, it's all a mass medication. We've got drugs in our water. We've got drugs in our food. We've got chemicals in our water. It goes on and on and on. And, you know, it's just people don't realize that these guys actually work for us, but they've lost perspective on who works for who here, and they think that they can do whatever they want to do to we the people. Complete nonsense. That's why Trump has gotten such a huge following. And you said something earlier about 1968 at the convention. And I said this today with John Moore on the show. I said, for the first time since the 60s, we have political people that are actually becoming more and more involved because of Donald Trump, who had enough of this. And for those of you who don't remember the 60s, you're too young, it was a mess. Uh, Presidents were being shot, their brothers were being shot, Martin Luther King was being shot, Malcolm X was being shot. We had, you know, we had, we had one president, you know, plotting to kill another president, which was Johnson. This goes on and on and on. 50,000 troops killed in Vietnam trying to continue the Tri-Cambodian Triangle, running drugs into the United States. Unbelievable. So it's just, it's just nuts what they're doing in the United States and what's happening all over the planet right now. Uh, here's another interesting article by Dylan Charles, and he said that the former U.S. presidents explain why the presidency has become irrelevant. And he goes into detail with all these different presidents through over the years, saying what's happened and what's you know throughout them and how these people have taken over the United States. Here's a quote from Theodore Roosevelt. He goes, Behind the ostensible government sits enthroned an invisible government owing no allegiance and acknowledging no responsibility to the people. To destroy this invisible government, to befoul the unholy alliance between corrupt business and corrupt politics, is the first task of the statesmanship of the day. Theodore Roosevelt, 
26th president of the United States, who ran against Wilson, by the way, and Taft, and split the party. Remember, Taft was a skull and bones boy. He was a skull and bones member, and you have to always remember that. Another one is that... Uh, this is another letter from Colonel uh, by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He goes, the real truth of the matter, as you know, and that I know that a financial element in the large centers has owned the government since the days of Andrew Jackson. And Andrew Jackson got rid of him, by the way. He called them a bunch of vipers and threw them out. And Woodrow Wilson finally came in and said, since I entered politics, I have chiefly had men's views confided to me privately. Some of the biggest men of the United States in the field of commerce and manufacture are afraid of something. They know that there is a power somewhere so organized, so subtle, so watchful, so interlocked, so complete, so persuasive that they better not even speak above it, speak about it above their breath when they speak in condemnation of it. And so all of these presidents are saying all this stuff. The president Thomas Jefferson said, I sincerely believe with you that the banking establishments are more dangerous than any standing armies. Another one, John C. Calhoun, president in 1832. A, this is right when the, when the government was, the uh, banker was, the, the banks were middle with they were being thrown out of the Bank of the United States. A power has risen up in the government greater than the people themselves. This caused the War of 1812 and the putting in the central government, several central bank. A power has risen up in the government greater than the people themselves consisting of many and various powerful interests combined in one mass and held together by the cohesive power of the vast surplus in banks. Uh, but Woodrow Wilson again said, I am a most unhappy man. This, he finally realized what he had done. I have unwittingly ruined my country. He did that through the Federal Reserve Act, by the way, and the Income Tax Act. A great industrial nation is controlled by a system of credit. Our credit system is concentrated. The growth of the nation, therefore, and all of our activities are in the hands of a few men. We have come to be one of the worst ruled, one of the most completely controlled and dominated governments in the Western civilized world. No longer a government by free opinion, no longer a government by conviction and the vote of the majority, but a government by the opinion and duress of a small group of dominant men. And I particularly like this one with George Washington. It was not my intention to doubt that the doctrines of the Illuminati the principles of Jacobism had not spread in the United States. On the contrary, no one is more truly satisfied of this fact than I am. The idea that I mean to convey was that I did not believe that the lodges of Freemasons in this country had, as societies, endeavored to propagate the diabolical tenets of the first or pernicious principles of the latter, that individuals of them may actually have separation of the people from the government of you is too evident to be questioned. I mean, this goes on and on and on. And so we have to realize that this thing is real. These presidents were warning about it. And, the, and my favorite one, of course, is, the, you know, is, is by John F. Kennedy. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we as a people inherently and are historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our way of life is under attack. Those who make themselves our enemy are advancing around the globe. No war ever posed a greater threat to our security. If you are waiting, awaiting a finding of a clear and present danger, then I can only say that the danger has never been more clear and present, has never been more imminent. For we opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covert means of expanding its sphere of influence on infiltration instead of invasion on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligent, economic, and scientific and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. 
Its dissenters are not are silenced. They're not praised. No expenditure is questioned. No rumor is printed. No secret revealed. Of course, he was killed right after this. And see, this is what we have to understand, that we can't allow this to continue in the United States. And this is what Trump has been telling us, that we have to change all of this. And this is why he's got everybody scared in this hierarchy of these unholy alliances, Doug. What do you think? You know, uh, there's not too much more to add to that. You're exactly correct. One thing, well, one thing I could add, you know, you mentioned the Federal Reserve. You mentioned 1913. Um, you mentioned that whole process. Of course, the creature from Jekyll Island, uh, very well done. G. Edward Griffin wrote about that. But I would like to add one thing that I think people really don't know the extent or will brush brush off this is just mere conspiracy nonsense at the same time the um uh the power brokers the globalists were meeting at Jekyll Island or right around that same time period there was pushback to uh taking our our currency and uh, uh money and and debasing it through the federal reserve i i would i would like to assert or or uh, suggest that the sinking of the Titanic is right. not, you know, and look, people need to understand that was not the Titanic that sunk and people might say, well, you talking about, man, you talk, you now you've really lost your mind, but look into that. Look into the insurance, mm-hmm. just much, much like 9-11, the insurance aspect of the Titanic, who owned the Titanic, who was on the Titanic, and what happened, and, and understand how that fits into the plan of the globalists, uh, and, and of course the, uh, the Federal Reserve. So That's right. I'll just toss that in there as well. Well, well, no, they need to read that because, I mean, John Jacob Astor, who was diametrically opposed to the formation of the Federal Reserve, and said that he would use his vast fortune. He was one of the richest men in America, owned a huge percentage of downtown Manhattan at the time, said that he would use his vast wealth to stop a central bank from coming back in, the same type that Andrew Jackson had thrown out and Lincoln refused to have. And so he said he would use every penny he had if he had to fight this thing. And he was one of the richest men in the world. And he was over-traveling in Europe. J.P. Morgan, who worked for the Rothschild Bank and also the Rothschild Bank, I'm sorry, the Rothschild Bank and the Vatican Bank, who were tied together at the hip, because remember, the Rothschilds were the bankers for the, the Vatican, keepers of the Vatican fortune. Uh, he had met with these people over in Europe, and, and J.P. Morgan offered him a ride on the Titanic, the so-called Titanic, and it was never even the, the bulkheads had never even been completed. They said it was unsinkable, but there were no tops of the bulkheads, so that I mean there were no watertight compartments on the ship. And they were, and, then, and the guy who was the captain was a Jesuit, and he was on his last cruise. And he had many people. He said he had an order from the Vatican to sink the ship and the scuttlet to kill Astor and the other globalists that were aboard to prevent the formation of a Federal Reserve Bank. And what happened is, J.P. Morgan was supposed to ride back on that ship. When it was leaving Liverpool, he sent a text or a message, or back back there'd be a telegraph to Astor to say he was so sorry. Enjoy the penthouse suite. He wasn't going to be able to make the trip. He's going to take a later boat because he was tied up at the Vatican. So Astor gets on the boat with his friends, all opposing the Federal Reserve. The captain goes full speed into an iceberg field, knowing good and well that he couldn't control that ship with triple screws and couldn't turn it. Runs it right into an iceberg, tears a big gaping hole down the side of it. The non-watertight compartment started filling up with water. And for the first time in maritime history, men were not allowed on the lifeboats because there weren't enough lifeboats on the ship, and the boats were being set 
that were being released and being set set off with no men on them. A lot of the women refused to get on them. So some of the boats only had, they'd hold over 100 people apiece. Some of them only had a dozen people, less than a dozen people on the boats. The men, including John Jacob Astor, were kept off these lifeboats at gunpoint by orders of the captain who went down with his ship. And Astor was killed. And then right after that, we had the Federal Reserve Bank happen. And we see, this is the stuff that people don't talk about because it sounds so far out that nobody wants to believe it. I mean, this guy, the, the captain of the ship was a Jesuit. I mean, this is the things that we don't talk about that we need to look back on and understand what happened. The same thing with the sinking of the Lusitania. The Lusitania was intentionally put into a into a hotbed of, of patrols with German U-boats in World War One. It was told to slow down to like five knots, almost at a full stop. It could have easily outrun the torpedoes and the, and the U-boat. The captain takes one shot at the Lusitania, hits the entire hull, which is filled with armaments. It was a ship of war is what it was. The thing goes down like in 20 minutes. Over a 1,000 people die on it. It was 9-11 of that time, and it was used as a precipitating incident by Edward Bernays writing the propaganda for it to force the United States into World War One. And this is all history now that we can look back and we can see and sure enough they have found the Lusitania they've gone into its holes and there's a giant explosion from all the armaments and all the stuff that was in it they've seen all this stuff now and they've verified all of this stuff and all of this stuff is being done as false flags has been done as false flags to continually manipulate the population of this country into their bidding and into their will now they've got this advanced technology with these lily waves and all these other things they do with the electromagnetic spectrum as they can tie into our brains and our minds at any time and start making us do erratic things. Look what happened in Louisville just a few months ago, Doug, when we had 1,500 people just erupt into a giant fight and start beating each other up. Are you kidding me? Kind of like a beta test to me. And all of a sudden, at the last, and that, that Republican nominated that, that, that speech that Trump was doing in Chicago, they start doing the same thing, giant brawl breaks out. I mean, this stuff is real, guys, and they've had this technology for decades and decades, and they have fine-tuned it, and we talked about this in detail on what they did in the Gulf War and how they wanted to optimize the topology of how they released these these radar weapons, these mind-thought weapons, and they did it on a regular basis. I mean, I told you last month that I was on with you after I was on with... Uh, coast to coast for two hours the night before that one of the phone calls were one of the guys that was involved with one of the radar installations that were broadcasting the mind-based weapons into the Iraqi troops to change their disposition and to change them out. They said he got them all real passive and all real calm. He said it right on the air on coast to coast. He was one of the soldiers back in 2003 involved in optimizing the cluster topology. You know, so this is the kind of crazy stuff that we talk about that's not crazy that people don't want to believe because it's such advanced as far as the science is concerned that the vast majority of the population has never heard of it. If they have heard of it or if they're involved in working on it in the research, if they start to talk about it, it's like all these biochemists and geneticists who have mysteriously died. You know, when they, when they retire, they start running their mouths. It's like Werner von Braun. He would have died at 65 and he'd become a born again Christian when he was in Texas. And all of a sudden, he don't want to be any part of this stuff with NASA anymore. He suddenly retires and then dies a couple years later. Are you kidding me? Well, they couldn't have him around running his mouth about what really happened with Apollo. See, this is the kind of stuff that we see 
20, 30 years down the road, and we can see these patterns that develop. It's like the one book that was, I think was written by Ralph Epperson, The Unseen Hand. You can look back and see a conspiratorial view of history all the way back from the time of Washington if you take a chance and you look at the history books that are not quote-unquote sanctioned by the mainstream or the, or the colleges, and you really look at the reality of the writings of that day, you have a much better understanding of what really happened in those days, Doug. Yeah, precisely. And people people need that. People need this background, this history, because it all fits together. If you don't understand uh, the Federal Reserve, you're not going to understand current monetary policy, Keynesian economics. That's right. It, you know, so we 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 need to have all of this information. A program like this is just invaluable, and I would urge everyone to pass this program up, um, to your friends and family because there's so much weight, so much information that uh that you've provided here so much research that you've done uh and brought together and i, and I want to thank you for doing so especially being just uh several hours after um, I, I just i just want to say uh, uh dr ted brower is a grandfather his his fantastic son austin who co-hosts uh, uh his show with uh, with uh, with him uh his wife had a had a baby boy today at 143, 7 pounds, 11 ounces, healthy baby boy. So I just want to say congratulations, and especially congratulations, and thank you so much for doing this program with us tonight. We've only got about uh, what, about six minutes left of the show, so take it wherever you uh, you feel led by the Spirit. Well, I've got, I've got literally another 40 articles to cover, which I can't do, so let me just cover a few of these real quick. Uh, Germany is actually ordering raids in homes of citizens now who are writing anti-Muslim Information on social media posts. They're actually raiding apartments and arresting people and confiscating and, for, and confiscating computers and, 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 and putting people in jail because they're saying bad things about the Muslims because they're telling the truth about what the Muslims are doing. And it's really kind of sad. Here's another interesting article. And that's that I coming have. to America. No, it's coming to America. Oh, no, it's coming to America. I mean, you know, we, we have that, that crazy attorney general who's just waiting to chafe you the bits so she can start doing that to all the alternative radio people. Eight foods that can cause depressive episodes with just one dose. Now, this is interesting because this guy pretty much covered everything I talked about in my top ten foods, and I'm going to cover this real quick. One of my foods I told you never to eat, artificial sweeteners, it's listed here, and it can cause all kinds of problems with depression. We've already discussed that in detail tonight. Uh, the second one is sugar. That was number five on my top ten list of foods to avoid. Uh, number three, processed foods, also part of number five of the junk food category. Uh, number uh, the fried foods, we talked about the trans fats and the hydrogenated oils, as he did too, as far as frying foods and what, how bad they are, what they can do as far as causing problems with uh, neurotransmitters. Uh, refined cereals, of course, these are the GMO products that we've talked about. And then he also lists alcohol and caffeine. So he literally reproduced my entire top ten list of foods never to eat, but he shorted a few of them. He didn't put them all on there. He didn't put soy in there, and he didn't and, and he didn't put shellfish in there, but he put pretty much everything else in there. But guys, you know, here's the thing. I've been doing this stuff now for 35 years. I've worked with thousands of patients on an individual basis and helping them to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar levels through natural protocols by teaching them how to eat right and have the right lifestyles. Uh, you know, we've got a book that's called Breakthrough Health. You can get it for free tonight when you order anything from my website. Uh, you can order 
$10 worth of stuff, you get it for free. You just have to pay the shipping. If you order $100, you get free shipping on the book and the entire order. And it's kind of my thank you to you guys for being the Hagman listeners because I love doing the show. You guys are like the most intelligent, most informed people I've ever done shows with. And Doug, you and Joe are like incredible hosts. I love being on with you guys. And, you know, also my show is on Daystar on the same satellite from 3 to 4, 6 days a week, or Monday through Friday, and then on Sunday night from 7 to 8, right before the Common Sense show with Dave Hodges, who's another one of my favorite hosts. And so, uh, you know, it's just, you know, when you listen to shows that are really high-quality shows like this, I mean, Doug has some of the best guests in radio on his shows. You learn a lot, and you don't waste your time watching the uh, TV set, getting yourself put into a beta or a theta wave and being brainwashed by the hypnotic trance of that and also by the subliminal advertising they're pumping through you and all these flicker rates. So thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting Doug and Joe. Thank you for getting a copy of his book, uh, you know, Stained by Blood. It's 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. Everybody's got $10 you can spend. Gosh, you go to a restaurant and you have a good meal for three or four people, you're going to tip somebody 10 bucks. You just had three hours of entertainment from the Hagman group. And, uh, and now you can at least give them a few dollars for supporting, you know, and support them for what they're doing. And, and thank you for doing that. I really appreciate you guys doing that. And so again, about Sunday night, I'll be live again and talking about more stuff. And, uh, just thank you so much for having me on, Doug. It's been a real pleasure again. I wish I could have covered more stuff, but I've kind of run out of time as I always do. So anything else you want to ask me, Doug, about health and nutrition while I'm here? Um, you know what? We, we had a listener question. Let me, let me see if I can just grab this real quick because, uh, um, while you're looking for that, Ted, I got a question. Uh, you said that, you know, a network like Genesis with the amount of breaks and commercials they have, that a normal show like ours gets double the content. With you and how how fast you go, how much do you? How much more do you get done? I got a feeling on a three-hour show we got six hours worth of Genesis, or probably seven or nine hours worth, of, probably nine hours worth of Genesis communications. And don't get me wrong, I like GCN. They got some great programming. They got some great hosts. They put a lot yeah, of information. Josh is there. Yeah. Oh yeah, Josh is great. But the problem with all of this is that you know it's just the clock is awful. And like I said, when I was co-hosting or sub-hosting for Joyce Riley last year, it was frustrating to me because. Literally half the show was commercials. It was crazy. And then some of the hosts, they'd literally make the other another quarter of the show an infomercial. And so you're not listening to maybe 15 minutes of real content every hour. And so you come away after an hour of listening to all of this stuff. You're going, gosh, I just don't feel like I learned anything or really got any content from this. And that's what I love about y'all's show and also my show is it doesn't do that because, you know, we bought the entire clock pretty much. On, you know, on Global Star. So it allows us to come in and have guests on that actually have good content and allows us to actually let the guests talk and, and do what we're doing on my show. And you guys do the same thing. So thank you. Well, well, thank you, Ted. I, I just want to say our, I can't get to our email. Our, our, uh, our network, our one network is down that hosts our email and our phones. Uh, that's down as we are remodeling or, or tweaking the office. So I, I can't get to that. Uh, I apologize. I, I, I know there was a listener question or two that, uh, but, but at any rate, we're at the end of the program. And again, folks, uh, healthmasters.com. That's Dr. Ted Brewer's website. Sign up for his newsletter. It's a fantastic newsletter to your inbox. Uh, a couple of times a week, a lot of it's fantastic information. And, of course, take advantage of the free book, Breakthrough Health. The coupon code or promo code for that is Doug Book, um, and you'll get a free copy of Breakthrough Health with your order of nutritional supplements, anything. Just uh, it's, it's, it's just a 
great. And I want to thank you for making that available to um, to our audience. It's just uh, well, really it's you, you, I, I, your your audience is the best, and I love being on with you guys. Thank you, Doug. All right, well, that's it. That'll do it for us tonight. God Thanks, bless you, Ted. everyone. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna go play with my grandbaby. There you go. <laughs> Monday, we'll be back with Augusto Perez. Interesting. Theappearanceministries.net. Until then, stay safe. God bless. Have a great weekend, everyone. Good night. Thanks. This is the Global Star Radio Network.